0: Inside the topic, from love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart.
1: I can't believe it. There are
0: no limits. You can be nice. I love Leslie You oh. can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. I like Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is The call-in Show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, blonde.
1: Shut up. I'm listening to Nick Fuentes.
0: (laughs) Why? What's what's going on here? I saw Sebastian Gorka ripping him and other people ripping him saying Twitter needs to censor this outrageous man.
1: No, I think that he's kind of delightful and hilarious.
0: Why is why is he the center of controversy right now, though?
1: I don't quite know. Maybe somebody can call in and explain to us millennials what this Groyper Wars thing is. I think that it has something to do with all of these well-dressed zoomers getting the goat of Charlie of Charlie Kirk, uh, which I think is hilarious. And you seem like you're ambivalent too.
0: Uh, I mean, it's fine. I I don't know. I I guess I'm less enthused about it than certain other people, but maybe I'm missing something. I don't know that Gorka
1: tweet because I hate Sebastian Gorka. So when I read that, I was like, awesome. That is so well,
0: suddenly we had a lot of, um, conservatives who became triglypuff progressive SJWs about censorship. Nick, well, Nick Fuentes needs to be censored.
1: That happens on the right banned. around the Holocaust. They're like, no censorship, except if you say something about the Holocaust, then censor hmm. you forever.
0: Well, uh, most everybody's familiar with the rules, so you know I, I don't need to repeat myself, I suppose. We'll just get right into the calls. Um, and then uh, we do our usual bit where we will uh, take Super Chat and Streamlabs every half hour. And we'll take email uh, questions at the end of the show. Uh, we do have a lot to get through, so uh, remember if you're still looking to send us a question uh, through email, that's beautyandthebeauty@gmail.com. Put "call in show question" in the subject line, and uh, let's just get into it. Let's talk to Mike Maddock first.
2: Let me let me get
1: my oh, I charge. Hold on. Get your what? My charger, so that I can do it. Do the timer
0: oh <laughs> i sound
1: like 800 years old
0: yeah mike maddock <laughs> go, mike? Man.
3: yo we good we coming in good yeah Yeah. latin clear god dang I, w- I really wasn't trying to get in here first i didn't want to set the scene to be all weird here you are whatever. it's too
1: late Pressure's well you've always on. got
0: something up your sleeve you're what, right bro now what well, i want
3: to talk about because it was low-key pissing me off i don't know obviously y'all probably know who destiny is right
0: yeah uh generally yeah
3: you know that you probably don't know this dude named Trihex. He's like also a streamer and does some stuff on uh YouTube. What's his name? Trihex?
0: I don't know that person. No.
3: Well, uh he's uh he he's like a speedrunner and stuff like that or whatever, but he's like a Twitch streamer too just like Destiny and they uh I think they had a podcast together or some stuff like that. I don't know. I don't watch it, but uh but basically apparently recently on the podcast or something like that. Uh Destiny said that uh he says the N word with the hard R in private Ooh. or something, something like that. No, he said he okay. said it in private, like with jokes or something like that, you know, it's something completely non-controversial or whatever. And he said stuff like that, like in the past, but apparently Trihex took, a, he's a black dude, but he took offense to that. And uh, and there's this video on uh, on the dude's channel that's been going around. And I actually watched it because up until now, you know, I've had a lot of respect for Trihex. I like his content. Uh, I go and watch. The, he had a, this hour long video where it's like confronting Destiny about his use of the N word in private. <laughs> so and he it,
0: wasn't on the stream where Destiny dropped the uh, hard R? Or was no, he?
3: Destiny didn't drop no hard R. He just said, oh. "In I don't know what they were talking about. I wasn't watching the stream, but it, apparently he brought up eventually, you know, oh yeah, in private I used the N word with the hard R, but he didn't say it. He, You know, he just so said, so he, like he admitted
0: to it, word. but he didn't actually do it.
3: <laughs> exactly. And, and you're, he's you're being a black grilled. dude,
1: right? Do you care if people talk like this in their private conversations?
3: You see, that's what I was gonna ask y'all because I personally don't, but I might be an outlier. Obviously, I, I use the word quite liberally, but um, I don't know for y'all. Like, do you care if niggas no, be talking like that? No, I
0: I especially do do don't care about private conversation. No. It's like when people's texts leak and stuff, and we're supposed to treat this as controversial. If there's deception, if you've been like plotting something against somebody, sure. No.
1: Nope. But if it's there is no reason for anybody's text to leak. Like, I'm even with uh Katie, whatever the fuck with these revenge porns with this
0: no revenge we'll porn. talk about that on you, I no first of all it's against the rules of Congress you can't be doing that like no there's...
1: I'm not saying that whatever she had going on with staffers is obviously what got her fired but it's my understanding that the ex-husband leaked all of these pictures to destroy her career which is a shitty thing to do
0: yeah but what that's what I'm talking about it's not just it's not I don't care about the content of your text messages. I don't care if you have weird, like uh, I don't care if you have weird nudes or whatever. What I care about is if, let's say, they were
1: you're, weird, weren't they? <laughs> if you're yeah.
0: deceiving someone, if you're making a criminal plot, if you're doing something that is actively harming another person, using words that are bad, who gives a shit? Everyone does that, and that's why I'm saying whenever there are these leaks. Okay, if you're outraged about it, go ahead and show me all of your private conversations. I'm pretty sure
1: all of us would be hoisted on our own petard if that happened. Of course. Everybody's texts are outrageous, right?
0: Everybody has weird humor. I'm sure you do with your friends too, Mike. Like, You have weird jokes that out of context would seem horrible. In context, they're a lot of fun
3: uh I, I might be a little bit of an outlier because i'm just weird but no i, I get the point that you're uh, getting at because like uh there's two as far as the black community goes i might not be like the best arbiter for the, you know, the whole because you're
0: community. not outraged by words
3: <laughs> yeah yeah i guess but you know there's two schools of thoughts on this where it's like uh i, I don't know if you know that dude etica He, you know from that you probably heard of that dude but uh you know, the, you know, he was a big proponent for everyone should be able to say the n word. You know what I mean? And I'm, you know, a part of that school as well. Well, and uh, and uh, that's a minority opinion amongst blacks, of course. But uh, most people. I'm just trying to get out. I just want y'all, you know, all y'all white people. There's a lot of white people, but uh, I want y'all to know that it's not normal for people to care if you do it in private. We expect you to do it in private. Like, there's no. How would you not? If like, you listen to pop music recently, my guy, like I yeah, know. for
0: real policing gotta, private conversations is a bizarre it's,
1: it's so bizarre we gotta to let you to, yeah. go but i do appreciate that you are speaking on behalf of all black people and now we can <laughs> liberally use the n-word hard r thanks oh, mike no, ceiling please,
3: please do. please do By the you, way, well that's what's suicide well, thank
0: you uh no this we'll, we'll catch you later man uh, no that's very interesting under his theory use the hard r because you want to uh take away its force take away its power in that way you are actually being an advocate to anti racism because you're diminishing the power of the N word by using the N-word liberally. Each use makes it less effective each time. So drop a hard R to help your No, black that's friend. not
1: why people should do it. <laughs> people should do it so that I seem less controversial in comparison.
0: Ah, so do it just, for me. Say the N word for
1: blonde, everybody. Clip that out. Okay. Do it. I don't All care.
0: Right. Or if you're making fun of Jack Conti, that is the other That's uh, true. The other way to use it, Ghost in a Party Hat. You're going to go if you're ready.
4: Hey, G'day, guys. How are you going? Hey. Ooh, another Aussie. Aussie. Sorry, oh, sorry, Aussie. All the way from Tasmania, this one. Mm.
0: Oh.
4: Um, I didn't actually have a question for you guys. I just wanted to speak to you guys in person and thank sure. you both for the uh, information over the years. Oh, well, thanks for tuning in. Much appreciated. Yeah, I very much appreciated. You guys are more so Matt, more reasonable. No offense. I love you both.
1: Oh, I understand.
0: Well, you need that certain spice, man. Listen to last week's show on Wednesday. It's uh, you know you can't make the spice happen if it's just me.
4: Yeah, you both work off of each other. It Does work really well.
0: Uh, any uh, anything in particular that's on your mind? Doesn't have to be a question, but you know whenever you want to talk about, it, you got a couple minutes.
4: Uh, I can't really think of anything. You can flip the script. You can have questions for me.
0: Uh, okay, well, I've, I, of all the places I'd like to go internationally, uh, Australia is high up on the list. So if I were to go to Australia, well, is, Tasmania is, is part, I'm not confusing it, right? That is an Australian, that is Australia, it's like an island or whatever. It's an right,
1: island right. off yeah. the northeast coast of Australia. That okay. okay,
0: so if I'm going to Australia, where should I go? What's the number one spot if I can pick one?
4: Um, I definitely recommend Tasmania. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world. That's what I hmm. like. What's it? What's it? You say about Montana? I completely agree with, and I'd say Tasmania is exactly. Okay.
0: So it's like natural features that are cool there. I'd, I'd be into that.
4: Yeah, completely. I'm 15 minutes from the city and then 10 minutes walk from bush.
0: From what? You cut out there. Uh, from the bush. Oh, cool. Yeah. They, yeah we don't so, say, I love the use of the word the bush, meaning like. The wilderness right yeah
2: yeah
1: no he doesn't yep. mean a porn star giant <laughs> 70s muff that's not what he means it's yeah. southeast i'm sorry. great guys.
0: bush great bush yeah, a lot of gorgeous looking
4: bush down here yeah fantastic yeah. bush because oh, of cool. the uh shape of tasmania that's one of the sayings which is like a reference to girls
0: hmm and tasmanian devils are a thing right that's an actual yeah, animal
4: yeah. yeah they're real uh they're com- kinda of dying out at the moment. There's a cancer going around. Oh. But they're are they endangered? Uh I don't think they are currently, but if they don't mm. find a cure they will be.
0: All right. All right. Well thank All you, man. Thank you. We appreciate yeah, it. not a problem.
4: Yeah. Have great, uh, a great uh day, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, day. It's nice and sunny out there. We're finally getting <laughs> some good weather down here. Alright, enjoy.
1: Oh my I gosh, guess. have you ever seen this animal? It looks like an ugly little rat bear.
0: The Tasmanian devil? Ew. They yeah, they don't look like Taz at all, the Looney Tunes character. Gross. But they have a cool name. I, okay. go to Australia.
2: That'd be sweet.
0: I would love to go. Yeah, definitely. Legalize is up next for your weekly fountain pen update.
1: Ah I
5: I heard I heard you wanted to hear about fountain pens.
1: No, you,
5: you heard that uh, you heard sure, wrong. sure. Well, I mean, you kinda brought it up, didn't you?
0: How did I bring it up? Or did Blonde well, bring you, it up?
5: You said, a uh, f- fountain pen update and I, I wasn't going to talk mm. about that, but like,
0: well, I was, I was you're... prepping you. I was giving you a cue.
5: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. No, I, I see these are some, uh, pro fountain pen, uh, dog whistles we got here. I see you're slowly coming over <laughs> to the, uh, you know, uh, fountain pen supremacist side of the side of things, huh?
0: Pilot G2s for life, man. You'll never persuade me.
5: Mm-hmm. No, I, I. Wink, wink. Yeah, Pilot G2s. Pilot
0: G2s are like uh, fountain pen light. You know, like their alt light, the alt light version. (laughs)
5: What the the hell are we even talking about? All right. Here's the thing. Those those compared to other even ball pens are pretty low quality. Like they're decent. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't knock them, but like you know. Sometimes you know when you're when you don't have as high of an IQ as us, uh, you know, Antiba members. Uh, <laughs> you 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 know, I'll, anti ball I'll pen
0: it. is that what you're saying? Antiba?
5: Yeah, anti ball pen. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know I'm kind of retarded. Man? UBFP. It, it's still going. I it, it'll happen. I swear. Universal Universal Basic Fountain Pen. Dude. Have you
0: Have you gotten in touch with Yang about
5: this? No, no. Like money. What's money? We what we really need. <laughs> UBFP and a fountain pen based token economy. See that that's, that's how you solve Fountain. I quit
1: a real job to do this. Yeah. A real job.
0: All right. Last word. What, what do you
1: oh, got?
5: Last word. That's pretty hard. I'm gonna have to go with a uh, carrot. That's a, that's a good word. Okay. That's the I last to one. Get, All right, get the here. hell out of here.
0: <laughs> good brand. Good brand.
1: You know what I want to be doing right now? What? Watching Nick Fuentes live stream. Everybody, go over and watch Nick Fuentes, and then report back. Ugh.
0: Good brand. You're good to go if you're it's ready. It's
1: not the same not watching it live. You know, you feel like you're missing out. Oh, is
0: he? Is he live? It, yeah, go for it.
1: He's live right now. No, he has sixty-five so, so. hundred live viewers.
0: That's pretty. That's a great number. Holy sure. cow! What's uh, on so your mind, a man?
6: Little, a little stale, but what I want to do, kind of talk about, uh, was uh, John Weed, Carson King, and kind of within the framework yeah. of juvenile sentencing. So when, when you look okay. at like Carson King and they're they're so dead set on uh, basically hanging him for what he tweeted
0: when he yeah. was a juvenile. Oh. And, and then, uh, so let's give everybody the context. So John Weed is the guy who was punched at the Frederick fair, right? Yes.
6: Yes. Okay. So he was punched and, by the teenagers. So they were debating whether or not to charge the teenagers as adults. So right. kind of the question becomes, well, if if you're willing to, basically hold you know when they're adults you can go ahead and try them even though what they did uh, occurred when they're juveniles why, why wait when they're juveniles just simply yeah. charge them as adults
1: so wait that they were waiting until they were adults to charge them as adults for crimes they committed when they were juveniles
6: well that's what's happening with like Carson King
1: Huh? That it, seems crazy. It,
0: yeah, I don't. Th- well, in the case of the of the two in Maryland, I thought the deal was they could not charge them with a murder charge because they were the, yes. the one kid was 15. At the well, time that's what the I'm, I'm yeah. kind of alluding uh, to is the
6: is simply the standard of you're, they're willing to, to hang adults for what they've done as kids. Right. So why? Why simply wait, wait when they're yeah. kids and simply hang them as adults now?
0: Well, I don't, can you punish retroactively? I, I know the line is always arbitrary. Let's say it's 16. You can be tried as an, adult at, as, as an adult at 16. I don't, if that's the line, whether that's a good line or not, I don't think you can go back and say the action that you committed as a 15-year-old can now be prosecuted as an adult because you've since become 16. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes.
6: No, well, I'm, what I guess I, I've kind of pro- probably poorly phrased is uh the the standard that the left has kind of set of what you've done as a kid can you can be retroactively punished for now as yeah. an adult well with that standard why see, as an, as a juvenile why not either hold hold the charges on the juvenile until they're adult yeah. and charge them or simply do away with juvenile sentencing entirely and charge them as an adult.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Uh, the answer to them, of course, would be it, it's a case-by-case basis depending on whether or not I like the person or the politics of the person. Yeah, really. That's... Mm. I, but uh, but the the point is, yeah, I think uh, generally, and I, I won't... I, I don't know what your perspective is on it, but what happened to Carson King I think was crap for... Not only because he was a kid when he wrote that stuff, but because stuff that you wrote years ago, whether you're an adult or not, shouldn't be dug up. But for the same reason, yeah, I would extend that to um, to actual crimes. Uh, I, I don't think that a crime committed by a teen, sh- maybe there are cir- circumstances depending, but a crime cr- uh, committed by a teen should be treated the same as a crime committed by an adult. An adult.
1: I
6: mean, outside of capital crimes, I I definitely agree.
1: yeah. I always think about age of We have to let you go, but I always think about age of right. consent in these situations too. And what I said, in the, the old Rob Lowe defense is that 15 is not that young. Not that young. <laughs> well,
0: there's, there's got to be a line. And I don't know that any line is ever going to be anything but arbitrary, but I agree that there's ought to be just a line that's like, okay, you know, if you're old enough to consent, if you're old enough to vote, if you're old enough to do all these things, presumably you're old enough to have a mind that should have judgment reasonable enough not to commit this sort of crime. Mm -hmm. well thanks for the thoughts man yep appreciate it red falcor is up next red falcor you're good to go if you can get that mic going
7: hey what's up dude doing all right (laughs) uh uh, wanted to say math 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 you did an awesome job last week oh thanks really impressive (laughs)
0: And, it was uh, it's it's interesting it's a totally different experience what mm-hmm. being
1: alone i don't think i've apologized i'm sorry you guys i was really sick last week couldn't be here thank you for covering <laughs> for me matt
0: <laughs>
7: no i think you did you did did apologize on this uh, sunday show if i recall oh. um even though i didn't make it all the way through the su- sunday sh- show because they did d- Democrats testifying in Congress against uh, Zuckerberg just
0: kind of drove me insane.
1: Yeah, it's really frustrating footage. It almost makes you feel sorry for him. And then you remember he's a robot and he doesn't have a soul. Big Zuck
0: fan these days. Love the guy. He's awesome.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so, (laughs) at least comparatively. uh, uh, Option on topics this evening. um, uh, Tasmanian devils. Okay. Oh, or
1: the holiday
7: more more you uh, want to do the
0: holiday or the, yeah i mean yeah Tasmania okay, so, devils are cool but yeah sure
7: so so uh, uh, well may, maybe i'll, I'll just dip, dip into both possibly real quick we'll we'll see um uh, on the more it it's it seems to me from, from the clip that i saw that at the person asking the question was gi- giving Peterson the uh, the option of of se- saying that's inaccurate or yeah yeah yes the Jews were waging war on the Christians of uh, of the Ukraine but perhaps I don't really understand the event v- that well blo bl- blonde ca- can you kind of summarize it again?
1: Um, yes. I mean, there were multiple starvation events. I believe there was one in uh, 1933. There was a subsequent one, but basically this was a, an exclusively Bolshevik on Christian crime. That was a genocide. And it, it the, the numbers on, on uh, mortality, it's like, they range so widely. I think the official number is 10 million or something like that, but i read numbers up to up to 40 million but they were cutting what, off uh, supply lines it was just horrible burning what years
0: grain. what years was this again oh it
1: was two starvation events one Which? was in 33 uh the second one. Oh, so like
0: yeah. wow so immediately pre-holocaust basically
1: uh yes and i but, think that there was one in the 20s hmm. the large one i think was in and 33 the- yeah
7: The person who asked the question was sort of implying that there was a modern holodomor going on. Is that correct?
1: Um, Not to my knowledge, although I don't doubt it, considering the lack of information available at the time. Although we do live in a post-Internet era, it would be much more difficult to hide something like this uh, in this day and age. But um, then, I mean, the United States was instrumental in in covering it up, Walter Durante famously came back from Ukraine and said that no starvation incidents had occurred. He protected Stalin. He was a friend of the regime and he got a Pulitzer Prize. Um, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't doubt that things like this are going on in the world, but it would be much more difficult to hide at this point in time. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
7: Okay, last word uh, real quick. Uh, This is sort of an animals topic. Uh, Look up the uh, uh, canine venereal transmissible tumor which okay. is the which is the the oldest living known cell line on the earth it is estimated to be up to 2000 years old the huh. the, the st-
0: so a, a dog std is like the oldest
7: yes it's it's a it's a it's a do, 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 dog std cancer that Ugh. is able to transfer in between dogs, and it's oh. and it's it's cl- clones of itself. Uh, and the reason I thought th- th- thought about that that is because the t- devils actually had a facial form of this t- tumor that, okay. that, that, that 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 almost wiped them out entirely. Huh. Oh. All right. Well,
0: thanks yeah. for your thoughts. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. See ya. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> See ya.
1: I feel like if a species of animals gets wiped out because they're all licking each other's balls, they probably had it.
0: Coming. Yeah. That's basically what that was. It sounds like, Yikes. uh, neon flip-flops up next, but it just booted him. So that's always a good opportunity. I suspect maybe that person's using mobile cause I don't see him back in yet either. So if you are using mobile, it does work sometimes, but friendly reminder that, um, that, Desktop, laptop is almost always the better option. Let's see if we can get him in here.
1: Wow, I shouldn't have Jesus. told everybody to leave our stream. There and watch we go, Nick Quintus. That was a bit- <laughs> Is it just my connection, or, or are, you you on, are you on? Are you on mobile? Oh yeah.
0: Hi. Yeah, mobile gets really tricky with Discord. Hi
1: girl.
8: Hi.
0: Hi. What's on your mind?
8: Blonde. Have Have you thought any? Uh, On your sanctuary for uh, your your sanctuary that you're planning to build?
1: Yeah, I mean, Hubby's not too jazzed about the idea, so he might put the kibosh on the whole thing, but, like, I I got real deep with it on the logistics. I don't know. I'm still seriously considering it, but the Laurel, friend of the show, wrote me an email about it, and there are some legal implications that I – did not consider. And it seems like perhaps the best option would be leasing the land. And if I were in a situation where I was doing a planned community or joining a planned community, I would want to own the land. I'd be like, mm, if uh-huh. I'm going to have a stake in this, if I'm going to uproot my life, I want to own the land. But for me, it would be most beneficial and I'd be most protected legally and I'd be able to discriminate the most if I lease the <laughs> land. So, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, how rigorous
0: I, is the interview process? What are we talking? Here?
1: Well, I mean, also, I'm not a particularly great judge of character. So, like, how do I know that, that there isn't some hope-not-hate infiltrator who's, like, doing some kind of deep infiltration, the community infiltration, hmm. and then the ATF comes and kills all of us?
0: Snipes every last one. Snipes,
1: of snipes Caesar. Kills
0: Caesar. The dog yeah. first, yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah. Oof.
1: Why?
0: Is this something Caesar. you're interested in? Yes.
8: Very. As a um, as a person who's lived on a farm for most of their life, yeah, I'd be very interested not only to just come and be surrounded by a bunch of uh, traditionalists, but to also be able to... Uh... Oh, what's the word?
1: Yeah, you got oh. Amish envy. I hear ya. <laughs> yeah. I will say, um, we do a bunch of let's just go, but I will off- say that if you move to a place like North Idaho, it's basically like
8: that anyway. I, I'll keep that in mind. You all have a good night.
1: Thanks. Join us. Appreciate Join, it. Us. <laughs> Join <laughs> us. You need
0: like propaganda posters with I your know. hand outreach. My, like... my hair braided. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm in a wheat field.
0: Uh, Ovid is uh, up next. Ovid, you're good to go. Hello hey what's up man
9: Uh, trans children Mm. you ready uh sure i'm gonna make blonda really wish she was watching nick quinta's stream right now instead so basically i want to talk about um child abuse and grooming and why i think that these these trans kids are really disturbing right so what a pedophile does um and you can watch this a lot if you um, go back and watch anything that Amos he, he did. But I've studied outside of it because I'm really interested in psychology. But w- what they pretty much do is um, the, the tool that they use to manipulate and abuse kids is called grooming, which is basically long time building trust. And what you do is you convince an, a weak, impressionable child that they want things that they don't Fully understand the context of hmm. so you know you you say like oh well i didn't you know uh you know put that in the child's mouth you know they willingly grabbed it and you know stuff like that um but they they truly believe this because they
0: are grooming the child um and yeah. they don't see it but <laughs> They being the abuser we're talking yeah, about. The, the so in this case, like, or in the case of the trans kids, are we talking about the parent maybe? Yeah. So, so okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there, but if you want to see what
9: grooming looks like in real time, you can go back to that's that, that uh, town hall. Right. And with Elizabeth Warren and that uh-huh. child stands up there and says, uh, hi, I am a trans eight year old and." Every person in that room orp,
2: orp, orp, cheers and orp, orp. claps. Yeah.
9: You do not need a single person to tell this child, or right, you're gonna dress up like a girl and you're gonna be a girl now. Because all that child needs to do, and all some child at home watching CNN on their TV needs to do and see that and say, if I do this, I get that response. Yeah. And yeah. and it just trickles out from there. And that positive reinforcement of that behavior is so disgusting. Yeah. Right? You, and, oh, it, it really just makes me sick. You know, cause all, mm. all they have to say is, you know, oh, I'm, I'm a girl and
0: they're going to be get,
9: receiving that positive feedback. Yeah. And that
0: positive well, attention. The, the sick part about that, yeah. uh, like that display too, was just, if you remember the look on mom's face, you can tell it's mm-hmm. all like mom's validation. Oh, Oh, what for my little Jacob? You know, by who was named yeah. I don't know Judy or whatever her actual name is when she was born. Y- you can tell that there's a certain there's an enjoyment that mom is getting that has to be at least part, if not all, of the motive driving. It's
1: Munchausen's by proxy. This is like textbook
0: hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's it's absolutely
9: selfish. It's it's a selfish and it's abusive thing, and I. I see very, very little difference between, um, between that and people who, who well, all right, there, there is a difference, but the, the methods and the, the mode of self-gratification that she's, you know, that these parents are getting is exactly the same as people who, who groom and abuse mm. children. And yep. I, I really believe that. And I'm I think uh, people,
0: people need to put a stop to it. So. Mm. All right, well, That's thanks,
9: it. man. That's my spiel.
0: Appreciate it. Have a good night. Let's see. Uh, You want to take a one minute early break or should we take one more?
1: Uh, Let's just take a one minute early break.
0: Okay.
1: Nobody's watching this show anyway. It doesn't matter.
0: They're all over on Fuentes.
1: I know. I'm dying to know what's happening. He doesn't usually
0: stream on Wednesday night, does he?
1: I don't know. Uh, Jet Jones. Twitter just banned political ads. Clearly trying to hurt Trump 2020. Expect much more big tech interference over the next year. Peak censorship. I know. I know. Sean, how are you still on twitter you haven't gotten banned yet you must not be that spicy. because
0: i don't uh i don't really interact on twitter much anymore i realize the fights are just a waste of time i will engage minimally but mostly i just use twitter to post my material and i kind of move on with my day so
1: well there are 1400 people watching yeah huh, that's pretty good people,
0: people still hang out
1: we're getting slammed by fuentes fair enough uh, Shauna Thornton. It's okay, Matt. As someone raised by Danes, I can confirm Scandos are not natural producers of spice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
1: Shauna's really rising to the top of our super chat. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My brain does a set work. of
0: characters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're Kevin Flanagan too, Shauna. Oh, by the way, my mom called me so pissed off after the show last week. And hmm. she's like, does Matt does Matt think that blonde's mom on Streamlabs or whatever is actually me? And I was like, No, mom, nobody thinks that's actually you. And so she's like, Well, you have to say on your Wednesday show and say on your Sunday show that that's not actually me because i'm like do you think She's, that we thought that you could figure out stream stream labs
0: she sounds like the new york times fact-checking trump uh, trump's dog photo today did you see that
1: uh, the, why <laughs> why it's it's so weird it's and i, could tell like, that I don't she know was i shouldn't so pissed, like, i shouldn't take shots
0: i've never met your mom i don't i have no knowledge it's uh, weird one day we're gonna I can, meet each other's parents i can say confidently that pretty much nobody thought that was actually your mom
1: i know She's like, you better not be reading things from this person, and that's that's larping as me or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe you learned the word larp, but whatever. All right, fine. Uh, trucker Chris, check out Vincent St. James' video. FBI releases major vault on finders. Alex Jones mm. was right about the pedo cults with satanic rituals. Uh, PizzaGate. I've been saying it for years. By
0: the way, uh, pro tip to blonde's mom too. Uh, if we say. No more Blonde's Mom super chat. Guess what? Every single one will be Blonde's Mom 1 says this. Blonde's Mom 2 says if you don't like something in this arena, just, just let it go and the meme will slowly Are you die trying to time. teach
1: my angry boomer mom how to internet? <laughs> Is that what's happening here? I'm just
0: saying you try to cover it up, you're going to get a meme Streisand effect. It's going to be very bad.
1: She was like that Kevin Flanagan though funny guy
0: <laughs> eventually kevin flanagan and blonde's mom will merge into like joint meme accounts that that mesh the two into some oh, character God. Yeah.
1: uh default username um medicare's the finder's exposition and review of the fbi source material will blow your mind definitely worth a watch you won't want to believe it uh is this on BitChute?
0: maybe i i didn't catch all of that It's vincent
1: st is... james red elephants am i that a i think question? so okay
0: i think so right
1: um i watch his videos i should know this uh, Michael Anderson grooming is also what one does to recruit into groups such as ISIS Antifa or for leftist university students. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Good story.
1: All right, we're good. That's all. <laughs> I
0: think we're good on uh, Streamlabs, and I want to say thanks to our uh, top people on D Live, Whiskey, Darth Jones, and Winter. Thanks for supporting the show over there, guys. We're all uh, good on Streamlabs, and uh, maybe well, I got to hold off on the stupid D Live treasure chest on Wednesdays because they don't let me open it twice a week, whatever the rules are there. Anyway, let's get back to the calls. Uh, let's see. Up next, who did we do last? We did Ovid, right? Sordicus is up next. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Sordicus, you're good to go.
10: Hello? Hey there. What's on Hi your guys. mind? So this is the um, future Mrs. Sordicus. <laughs> um, okay. So I am calling to follow up on um, uh, Mr. Is, uh, um call from a week ago or so about my PhD program in clinical psychology and how it's insanely SJW crazy.
0: Okay, yeah. I, I remember the call generally. Can you catch me up again on some of the details?
10: Yeah, so it's just been like, you know, insane brainwashing since day one. So like, you know, introducing our pronouns um, learning about microaggressions, making rules about how we're going to control microaggressions in the classroom, um, and the the topic of the week in my clinical interviewing class was about um, whether or not it's unethical for psychologists to um, not provide affirmative care for patients with um, gender dysphoria, Duh. or to not be yeah, mm-hmm, yep, or to not be comfortable providing um, therapy if it's like re- related to their sexual orientation if they're LGBTQ.
0: Hmm, okay. So, kind was of there... acknowledge
10: like that there's freedom of religion, but it's unethical, so you shouldn't do it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, right. It's just—is there anybody pushing back on these sort of ideas?
10: So, there's one. Um, we actually have a male veteran in the class, which is mm-hmm. awesome because I found an ally. So, yeah, cool. um, he uh, did say that he would assume that a woman is a woman and call them ma'am, and he got he triggered the entire class, which was great. Um, someone Much actually. By- cried. everybody
0: does that. Every day. <laughs> I in know. All, like in all contexts.
10: Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly exactly. it's a-
0: offensive and it's an aggression. Okay.
10: Yeah. So um what's hard is that it's, it's also, it's not just like, you know, a random thing. It's like, these are the people who are going to be treating patients with these issues. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
10: It's scary because these are the people who are supposed to be providing the evidence for, you know, right. decisions and cases about gender dysphoria and like, you know, what's going to happen with children and stuff like that. And yeah, they're just, yeah. it's scary to, to think of people being put in these people's hands.
1: Yeah, definitely. Oh. And then uh, at, at a certain point, they're going to uh, indoctrinate the group so much they're going to delegitimize the status of clinician. And so people are going to be like, well, you know, why would I listen to any, like, I'm not schizophrenic. This person thinks that, you know, gender doesn't exist. Why am I going to listen to about that? Yeah.
0: Or uh, does this, I mean, it seems like if you accept a lot of the things they're saying, you just basically affirm a whole host of thinking that might be delusional or contrary to reality. I guess if I were to go to a psychologist or or a psychiatrist or someone to help me with my mental health and they just affirmed (laughs) everything I said, as a patient i would think well why am i here if you're just if you're not asking questions if you're not maybe challenging things right if you're just saying yeah you're exactly right about everything what's what's the point of a of, of the psychiatrist at that point
10: right right exactly and especially huh. because they lump in like you know a faith-based clinician not wanting to see a patient who's um gay or bisexual versus them not wanting to see a patient with uh, transgender issues. And it's just, it's a whole nother ballpark. It's completely different. Yeah. Um, And it's just, they just lump it all together. So it's, it's really difficult.
0: Remind me, are you just starting the program? Do you, uh, do you have a while to go?
10: I do. It's like, it's Hmm. about five years in in length and I'm really early on, but the classes are, the classes are early on. They, um, they kind of jam pack the beginning with all of the classes to get them over with. Yeah, And then you do more of like clinical training and research. So that will all calm down, hopefully. I'm just trying to see if I want to um, push through and get to the part where I actually get to see patients. And um, actually yeah. the call that um, my fiance made a week or two ago, um, it really helped. And Blonde, I want to thank you for um, your thoughts on that. Because when you said that we need clinicians who aren't crazy, it was a reminder of like kind of why I'm doing it. And as hard as it is for me to sit in these classes, it's I'm not doing it for me, and I'm doing it mm. for these patients. So yeah. it was just a nice, like, reality check, and I appreciate that.
1: Oh, of course, yeah. And that's definitely true. I mean, people with mental health issues they and, and, you know, body dysmorphia and all sorts of things, they're dealing with all sorts of things. They need level-headed clinicians that aren't going to feed into their delusions if they want to um, conquer their mental health issues. So without that, there's just really no hope. for
0: for them all right well thanks and good luck with the program
10: thanks so much thanks bye all right have a good night
0: golden leaf is up next you're good to go if you're ready golden leaf
11: oh hello how are you guys doing today
0: doing all right what's on your mind
11: um i don't know um Someone's already going to talk about it. I was going to talk about the uh, California blackouts that have been going on.
0: Yeah. Are you in California?
11: No, there was someone in the chat who actually is experiencing it right now. So Yeah. So mm. I'll let her uh, discuss that with you guys.
1: Um. Is this God's wrath? Is it? I see California <laughs> burning and LA burning, and I'm like, hmm, this is strangely satisfying.
0: God's plan. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> that's too far i've lived too in los angeles far. it's the
1: devil's lair I oh know i know
0: i've is. been to la a fair amount and i hate it there but i cannot people are getting uh,
1: bubonic plague the only thing that will fix this is a cleansing fire <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is terrible this shit's terrible i will not take joy everybody you know.
1: stay safe if you're in my prayers and <laughs> <laughs> well
11: disavow right, um, okay
0: what what else is on your mind
11: um uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Did sure. Did you get the? What did you think of it, Matt? Did you play the campaign at all?
0: Uh, I played it a little bit today, and uh, it's so buggy that it was causing my Xbox to crash. So I had to reinstall the whole thing. So I haven't quite finished it. I'm almost done. And uh, yeah, uh, I've played I've played some multiplayer, and you know, I don't know. I just I just I'm not as I don't get as in depth into video games anymore as I used to. Like I just I spend an hour or two. Kind of relax my brain for a while, and then you know, my God, I got shit to do for better or worse, yeah got you know responsibilities and all that crap that I didn't have when I was you know late teens, early twenties, and I was playing a ridiculous amount of video games, so I mean it really... seems fine, but i you know uh, I don't have the appetite for it that I used to have,
11: and you don't really have time to spike your controller either, and you yes, to no. watch all your old cod videos and oh no, uh, all <laughs> the
0: my, the controller's right here it's still intact uh. So I haven't spiked a controller for a few years, but I'm sure, I'm but, sure uh, maybe I will. you never know.
11: But uh the campaign is good.: um,
0: You uh, notice how many what? chicks are in it though? Is that is, is, uh,
2: Well,
11: so we're talking okay. about well, we're the, talking about like
0: the, a modern warfare con. The game is modern warfare. It's like you know we're talking about uh, all these different like, militias and the U.S. military and all this, and there's British uh, forces in there too. but there's a lot of chicks running stuff. There's a lot of women forced into positions of power, in my opinion.
11: Uh, I, well, they didn't really shove it in your face.
0: But, yeah, uh, but for the camp- well, but did you notice how like a lot of the leadership is female? Yeah, that- It just seems. It just to me. Maybe maybe I'm just jaded because anytime I see it, I'm like. This is bullshit. Stop shoving it in my face. Yeah. Maybe it's not, oh. it's certainly not the worst I've ever seen, but it's <laughs> just like, oh, another general female. Another really, if you, another if woman you running an entire force of men in combat. Okay. But, this uh, isn't politically how far driven are you in the at campaign? all. I think I have one more to go. I think I'm on the last one.
11: Oh, so you know the torture scene.
1: Oh, my you, God. Did,
11: uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything, but uh, did you stay or did you go out when Captain Price gave you the thing?
0: Oh, I went in. Yeah, I went in. Oh, you went in? Yeah.
11: And did you automatically pull it as soon as you had the chance? Or... No.
0: No, I kind of messed around. I tried to shoot Captain Price in the face. But, <laughs> yeah.
11: Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's really anyway. fun. Uh, when, you, All right. when you do do the final one, it's, it's okay. It's a Soviet helicopter meme at the end. I think you'll like that. All right. All right. Well, well thanks, uh, man. You guys, yeah, you guys take care. I'll see you next week. Bye.
0: Raggle Fraggle's up next.
1: I was clearly joking about the wrath of God and such. <laughs> Can't even make a joke.
0: God. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. I, I, you know. Celebrating the suffering of one of the leftist strongholds is uh, it, 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 that's a believable blonde thing, I think. I don't
1: know. I mean, one of my the biggest challenges. Yeah, like I got into like some guilt cycle the other day and I actually messaged Skag and Gag's fiance, and I'm like, Do you think that my channel has radicalized people into evil thought yeah. patterns? And I was totally serious when I said we that. And then I woke up the next like, day and I was like
0: Yeah, we both kind of looked at each other, we're like, This fucking trick.
1: No, this chick. This chick.
0: Yeah. Because we know you're in like one of those neurotic modes <laughs> where you think that you've like radicalized a bunch of
1: I do think that sometimes white
0: nationalist terrorists or yeah. something. Yeah. And anyway. then
1: your woman was like, You're not ISIS, and that's all she said to <laughs> me.
0: Yet (laughs) uh sorry, Regal Fraggle, sorry to leave you hanging. What's Uh, what's on your mind?
12: Uh that's good. I was enjoying the conversation. I can't really listen tonight because power's down. So I'm on mobile.
0: But not because you're in California.
12: I don't hear not um... because I'm in California. Oh well
0: I guess Blonde can't hear you, but I can.
12: Yeah, that figures. So uh there was a person in chat that I guess is your estranged lover or maybe just still your side booty. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, he said, Do you look like a, uh, uh, you looked, oh, what did he say? Stunning and brave on Sunday.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm just thankful I never have to wear that outfit again. I looked and it's not, <laughs> the, the material, that like red leather looking material, it's PVC. That's what it yeah, is. That's, that's on the tag, it says right. PVC and it does not breathe at all.
12: No, it's cheap. That's what you no, pay No, It's just
0: it. a, it's a sweat trap, man. It was gross.
12: <laughs> so, I wanted to ask you, did you uh, do anything with those nuts I sent you?
0: No, <laughs> no, they are still hanging around. I don't hanging around. Uh, no, the thing, so the, to clue people in, one of the things that he sent me was like, you know, those nuts that hang off people's trucks? Yeah. It was like that, but for a gun barrel. And uh, while I appreciate the gesture, it is certainly not my style. <laughs> <laughs> do you actually have those on any of your firearms?
12: No, I'm not that kind of showy. Uh, yeah. The only bright color I have is burnt bronze on my 300 blackout. Otherwise, they're all black or green. It. You, don't
0: have, you don't have ornaments on them? Any kind of...
12: Besides practical things? No.
0: Yeah, as far as de- decorative testicle <laughs> nah, ornaments.
12: Not really. I was...
0: Plus, those are heavy, man. That that's like a I don't know what they it weigh, but land. it would it is a chunk of weight right on the end of your barrel. I don't think that's ideal necessarily.
1: Oh, they that's actually put land, them on but... the end of the gun?
0: Th- that's what they show, that's what the website shows, yeah.
1: Balls <laughs> on gun.
0: I know, well the manufacturer is C-Hag Munitions. You can go look at them.
12: This is hilarious. Yeah, they make very cool his... cannons. Yeah, they saw uh, you saw they put your cannon up as their new uh,
0: model yeah I saw that's they true. have it on their website and it looks really cool i haven't um i did email them to get some advice on uh on firing it, and they advised dry firing at first i just it's been a freaking there's the weather here's been insane it's been blizzard weather, so I just haven't been out shooting or I haven't been to the gun range for a few weeks so I haven't been able to fire it at all
12: that's true I forget you don't really live out in the open you can't go out back and just shoot it yes. uh
0: I certainly wouldn't do it at my house based on the footage that they have on their on their website (laughs) it looks like no joke man it's i mean you could i guess you could be light on the powder but i'm not gonna mess around with it except for at an actual gun range
12: yeah god forbid you have a ricochet in the middle of town
0: yeah i don't know what the laws are on that but i'm not gonna it's (laughs) technically not a gun but
12: yeah no not really
0: yeah anyway okay Uh, all right
12: so uh one last thing uh Gun of the week this week is courtesy of friend of the show, Liberative. Uh, it's mm-hmm. the TP 82 cosmonaut survivalist uh, survival pistol.
0: I can't type all that.
12: Just type in TP 82.
0: Okay. Yeah. I got the Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, so- it looks like a, Oh, is that a, is, is this a stock or a brace on it? it? It's a weird double barrel. What is it? A shotgun?
12: It's a triple barrel, so it's two shotguns, 28 gauge, and the underbarrel is a uh, 545 by 39 Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and the other cool part is it has a detachable stock that doubles as a machete.
0: So this is, uh, you got to get a tax stamp on your survival pistol?
12: (laughs) No, you buy it as a pistol. Well, yeah, just don't ever attach the stock to it.
0: Yeah. All right. (laughs) Thanks, man.
12: All right, dude.
8: Later.
1: Man, I hate uh, it when I can't hear the callers. It sucks.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot you couldn't hear it all. That's right. Budafet is up next. Budafet, you're going to go. Well, ready.
13: howdy. Hey. Uh, so mic? first things first, my wife wants to be friends with you, Blonde. She okay. rants about it like every week. Sweet. So should I have her like message you or
1: Yeah. email is you? She, is she in my neck of the woods? I'm in North Idaho.
13: We're in Washington.
1: Okay, we can make it work. I'm always looking for female friends. Have her shoot me an email.
13: All right, will do. Um couple things I've got really quick. They just came out. Do I hear uh, a someone... baby? Yes.
0: Of course. The baby, oh. remember they just had the baby not long ago? It's got to be what? Yeah, like he's almost a year four old. Four or five. Oh, it's been that long. Okay. Yeah.
1: Already a year old?
13: Yeah, right about. He's just starting to walk with a walker and oh. starting to make words.
1: Good kid right there. Sorry, what do you want to talk
13: about? <laughs> um, so someone made a 3D printable uh drop-in auto sear for AR-15s.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we're not far off from that sort of thing. I mean, I couldn't believe when I saw the kid at the range with the stupid coat hanger trick how uh how reliable that was, how effective that was.
13: Yeah, I'm gonna give one a try, because I'm an SOT, and ultimately it's gonna nullify any ability to enforce it, because you go there. You got in the woods. I was going to say fire there,
0: you mean you're not not, not going to give it a try to, the, to our ATF listener.
13: Well, I can legally do
0: it. Oh, you can?
13: Yes. Isn't I, it considered? Have...
0: Why is that not considered manufacturing a machine gun post ban?
13: Well, it is. I can manufacture a machine gun. I could go down to my garage and drill out that third pin right now if I wanted to, but I have to notify the ATF and all that.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
13: Yeah. It's complicated. There's paperwork that has to be done and all that, but like realistically you go to go out to shoot. And if someone comes up, pop that thing into the bonfire and their evidence is gone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which you would never do. And no one on this show would ever do. I, I don't life.
13: condone or authorize anyone to do that, but if they do it, then that's on them. Um,
1: we don't radicalize yeah. people on this channel.
0: No, it's just, it's another example of how silly all this stuff is. I mean, I, the, it's like I said, this kid at the range, he he couldn't have been more than like eighteen. He was just popping this stupid piece of metal in there, and and I, at first I was like, okay, come on, this is you're going to do a full mag dump, and it's actually going to work reliably. I was thinking this this was not going to work. It worked perfectly.
2: Huh.
0: All thirty rounds. I don't know. Probably threw that thing in four or five seconds. The idea that that the laws are preventing anyone from having this sort of technology. It's is, it's just yeah.
13: yeah. I mean, you can find instruction manuals online for how to convert pretty much everything out there you can find jigs that help you do it none of these things are restricted items so
0: and then i immediately reported him to my friendly neighborhood atf agent because i'm a responsible <laughs> oh, it's okay citizen. there's
13: no atf anywhere near bozeman yeah oh, okay. the uh, no they're in helena they
0: hunt, they are in there are agents in the area which as far as gun enforcement in this state that's the only people you have to watch out for this as the, the state agents uh do not enforce federal gun laws around here yeah so you gotta watch out for atf but uh i i I mean seriously speaking i don't mess around with federal gun laws anyway because all it takes is one person out there of the jared holt variety who's like hey i think that matt christensen has an illegally configured firearm and if i were to be caught with a a stock on a, a you know on a sbr instead of a instead of a uh brace on a pistol or something like that. Yeah, it's 10 years in prison and no guns forever. So I I don't mess around with this stuff at all, even though the likelihood of it being enforced is next to zero. Yeah.
13: I mean, last time I dealt with a case in Bozeman that was like ATF's area uh, was where the FBI actually came in and retrieved the evidence for them. Hmm. So like they don't really touch things that much there.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure... There is a whole, I'm sure there are plenty of illegally configured firearms in this state. Oh, I am absolutely. sure there's no shortage of that sort of thing. I just, uh, for me, it's like the difference is so slight that I'm not going to risk not only my YouTube channel, but my right to defend myself against the crazies of the world because I want to have a certain piece of plastic on my gun or something like that. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it.
2: Yep.
0: Even though it's silly and even though I should have the right to do it.
1: We yeah, got to give like, you the boot though. Okay, well, I'm doing a terrible job at monitoring
0: later. the clock. I'm sorry.
13: Yeah, right. you are. Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love you
1: guys. Bud. I'm like, I just want to listen to this baby coo yeah. for five minutes. Yeah.
0: Waspy, Waspy is up next, but uh, oh, there we go. I didn't see Waspy at first. Waspy, you're good to go if you're ready.
8: Yay! I am that person who actually li- who lives in California that I was told that someone ah. else told you about. Oh, I'm sorry. Was out over the weekend.
0: Blonde well. is not the celebrating your misery.
8: It's just the other 70% of
1: people that I'm,
0: I can't <laughs> oh, don't help.
8: Don't worry. I, I understand my mother was very sad she couldn't watch Rachel Maddow.
0: <laughs> ah, well, oh, I no. guess silver linings, you know?
8: Yeah. <laughs> she nearly <laughs> uh, broke down and went to stay in a hotel 40 minutes away.
0: Okay, so what, what part of California are you in?
8: I'm in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. which is kind of like the area around San Francisco. I basically live in a place that we're very affluent where we live. Like, Mm -hmm. um, if you can work in San Francisco, but afford not to live in San Francisco, you live here, um, essentially.
1: Mm. Mm, You sound white. Mm. (laughs) Or maybe Asian. Well,
8: it was my parents' (laughs) choice. Um, And I was just wondering, oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, go for it. I was just curious about what the power situation is. When did it go out? How long has it been out? All that stuff.
8: Um, it's back on now, although we thought it was gonna go out again. It went off Saturday night, um, and came on Monday night.
0: How much notice do you get?
8: Less than twenty four hours. Okay. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. So um like I had time to go get gas and go get cookies because those aren't perishable. Yeah. It's like it was it was like rations, and then we thought it was going to go out earlier, but then it didn't, and we thought, "Oh, are we safe?" No, we weren't. Um,
0: so, what does that mean? Like, if this happens, is basically everything canceled? Schools canceled. Work, oh yeah, I had all that stuff. For three days. Okay.
8: They canceled my class, my college classes for three days. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of mid- yeah, I did get a midterm, a mid, and I get I got two midterms pushed back and one test canceled. It was great.
0: Oh, more time but you're still paying uh, no. for it well yeah i guess you get more time but as far as lectures and stuff you're still paying for that the semester yeah you, know? you
8: still yeah we're still gonna have to make it
1: up we gotta give you the boot. It... but what were you gonna say before matt interrupted you so very everything oh
8: please <laughs> i was just gonna ask i feel like states like california even though they're not i feel like they have this kind of like assumption of oh it's great in california it's fun But how long do you think that's going to last with them, you know, turning off the power to 2 million people?
1: Oh, that era of like the Beach Boys, California, or even the Red Hot Chili Peppers, California. Dead, totally dead. That's what I thought when I moved to California in like 2011. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is going to be awesome. And then I moved there. I'm like, this place is garbage
0: <laughs> um it doesn't have yeah, a lot well, of mystique to me anymore but that yeah. that sort of happened with me too i lived in alameda probably reasonably close to where you are and uh and yeah i realized i, I lasted two years there but i knew quickly into the first year that it was not for me i knew after about yeah, six months but that's
1: so sad like my my parents were born in. my mom was born in huntington beach my dad was born in la they lived their their entire lives and it sounded like their childhood was just paradise just paradise Hmm. like it was paradise growing up there and that's a classic piece of americana that i want back i want back i want california California
0: certainly has pretty much all of it you got beaches you got mountains you've got great weather i can see why it has become the most populous state it's just uh well it has its own share of problems now too that unfortunately to me override all that they didn't want to what
8: well one of the reasons there's so many fires is because they're not trimming the foliage. In fact, there was a bill, as from what I understand, that was meant to specifically trim fire-dangerous foliage. But they're like, ugh, deforestation, blah, blah.
1: Jerry Brown is out
0: blaming global warming and Trump for Uh, this. He
8: he blamed global warming warming and uh, dog-eat-dog capitalism.
2: Great. So <laughs> which this... is
8: ironic because it's a state-run utility.
0: I was I was gonna say yeah, like which California is well known for ruthless, cutthroat capitalism. That's not what PG and E is at all. You're right.
8: Yeah, yeah. And then also there's another element that a lot of people aren't uh, talking about, and that is that one of the last fires that PG and E did cause, they got sued to oblivion for, hmm. like sued a thousand times over. Um, and what is happening now is they one of the reasons they're turning off power is to force the government to give them immunity from these lawsuits from being hmm. incompetent. Hmm. All right. So they don't want to get sued. And that's another layer of it. So it's not as simple as wanting... Major and mismanagement is going to
1: kill a bunch of people again. That's not hmm. that everybody everybody's telling me. That's great.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for the update and uh, all the best for the situation. I hope, it, yep. I hope it gets resolved.
1: I hope you're safe, but maybe <laughs> your neighbors aren't. <laughs> okay. See ya. Have a good night. You too.
0: Alex Maria is up next. Alex, you're good to go if you're ready.
1: Hi. Can you hear anything?
0: No. Alex, you there? Alex. Let Alex hang out a second, talk to uh, Dangerous Spaces. Oh, nice. Dangerous Spaces, you're good to go if you're ready.
14: Hey. Well, let me just turn the stream off.
0: Alex, I got your mic lighting up, but I can't hear you. So maybe it, it might be something on your end. We'll let you hang out and see if you can get that mic working. But da- uh, Dangerous Spaces, you can you can go for it if you're ready.
14: No worries. Uh, if Alex is listening, try plugging your mic, unplugging it and plugging it back in if it's one that plugs because that's happened to me a couple of times. Hmm. Um. Yeah, first thing, Matt, uh, is I believe it should be your mum's birthday on Friday, November the 1st. So happy birthday to her.
0: I was going to say, did I? Re- I must have revealed this information in the past, right? I think I talked about it last year or something.
14: Yeah, a couple of years ago, the call in show fell on a Wednesday, and it was her uh, birthday on that day, and so
0: you. Oh my God,
1: birthday. that is so nice of you.
0: Well, but that's impressive to remember it. My God, it's, it's two share, weeks after my birthday. Very convenient. I
14: share a birthday with her, that, so it's Oh it's just, uh, like, well, it happy birthday! Since then. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's tomorrow for me. It'll be two days for you guys. I think. How still. old are you going to be? Sorry? How old are you gonna be? Ah, uh, thirty-eight.
2: Hmm. Oh.
14: that's a good Anyway, age. um, anyway, I, I figured we could do one or two. I had I had a topic for the last couple of weeks that never got to, okay. which is transgenderism versus the gay community, or okay. we can complain about the media again, given that they're just No, Let's go. Tra- let's really let's do trans this week. With yeah.
0: Well, the washington post is on a real bad streak i want to talk about that free speech or that hate speech law op-ed later this week for sure but uh you i think you could do a video of like half a dozen things i, I just want to y-
14: point out to people the medal of honor is not shaped like a paw
0: idiots. this photo appears doctored fact-checking <laughs> a yes, freaking doc- meme <laughs> picture of a dog <laughs> <laughs> uh any people okay say, all right anyway so,
14: um Anyway, so... Trannies versus last, gays. So the last couple of years, I've, I've seen this idea keep popping up that uh, it, it's really homophobic to speak out against gay people being effeminate. And mm-hmm. that if you... you know So go, obviously, guys, this more applies to. Um, that if you kind of suggest that, you know, gay people should be more masculine in any sort of way, whether it be gay people wanting to find a more masculine, you know, gay man, things like that, people say that's an issue. But now we also seem to have the issue where anyone showing any level of femininity as a child, oh, it means they're trans and we have to start, you know, taking steps to... to, And I'm just wondering what you think of... Because that's going to clash at a certain point, surely, where they go, you know, hang on, are are you being homophobic? Are you saying that gay people can't be effeminate? That if they're effeminate, they must be trans? Mm. Uh,
1: I hope so. I mean, we talk about it all the time on the show and we actually have a question about this later, but if I were a gay man, I would be so mortified by the transgender agenda. I'd be like, stop co-opting our, our movement here. Like what, what are you doing? And I think that people fall on a, on a scale, um, on a spectrum of how feminine they are and how masculine they are within their own genders. And I'm not really sure what that has to do with redefining your gender. And it also begs <clears> the question, if there are existing societal norms based on gender, then by changing your gender, also aren't you abiding by these same societal yeah, norms? There
0: are no norms, but also Caitlyn Jenner dresses up like a stereotypical glamour Stereoty- girl. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, a, yeah that, it's yeah, so bizarre. It's another, bizarre. Con- it's another
14: uh, conflict of, you can't have it both ways. It can't be that gender roles are just socially constructed, but also if someone shows gender roles... They must yeah. logically be. Yeah, yeah. I think there's yes. contradictions all over the place in regards to this whole, whole yeah. idea.
1: We got to wrap it up. You have any final thoughts?
14: Uh, yeah, let's do. I'm, I'm going to do two because I think two Australian words of the week because I think you could probably figure the first one out and the second one okay, maybe from okay. it. Uh, so, Mackers and Chockers.
1: Mackers is that people that are mm, somebody trying to make out with you?
14: No, no. So, do we get a I, sentence? Yeah, yeah, so I had, a bit, I had a bit too much Maccas, and now I am Ah,
1: uh, You had too much beer, and now you're wasted.
0: How about mac and cheese? No, no. <laughs>
14: uh, I thought you'd get that first one really easily.
0: Maccas uh, McDonald's? There
14: we go. Okay. Oh. And,
0: and, and now I'm tired, or now I'm uh, fat. No, now, no, I'm...
1: You're, now you're full?
14: There we go.
0: Oh.
1: Ah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you could figure it
14: out. Ch- okay. I mean, chocolate doesn't necessarily mean food full. It just means, like, full in general. So you could describe it if there's, like, traffic congestion, things like that. But oh, yeah, I see. So we've right. got McDonald's, Maccas, and chockers is full. A All right. so, what a right, weird so. people. Good well, out. thanks. <laughs> thank, thank you. You guys, you guys have a good one. See ya. Uh,
0: I should have Alex apologized
1: said- about my lack of geographical knowledge of Tas- Tasmania, too. That was really bad.
0: Uh, what would this show be without misinformation? Southeast. delivered confidently
1: Yeah, but entirely <laughs> different. Yeah.
0: Uh, Alex, you're still lighting up. So I can't, you can't hear Alex either. I take it. Right. Mm-mm. Uh, so we'll let you hang out. Uh, see if we can get delivered that mic figured out. Go, we'll <laughs> let you know if we can hear you. Um, Let's dog uh, picture is hilarious.
1: On... I hadn't seen
0: this. Yeah, it was great. And it's obviously, even if you didn't understand the context, you can tell by looking at it, it's not quite right. Like it's an obvious Photoshop. Anyway, uh, let's catch up on um I'll, I'll start oh, with Streamlabs. Yeah. Uh, right. Tex, Texas Rentalist says, Go Astros. PS Blonde is diabolical. I think the Astros are winning right now. It's game seven of the World Series right now also, in addition to the Nick Fuentes stream. So, you know, tough competition. Phil says, as a kid, I remember hearing a third hand story about how a pastor who was visiting California noticed the demons were bigger there than wherever he was from. I discounted it at the time. Sometimes I wonder about it now. Uh, yeah, who knows? I, I, California, as, I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, California is, is all but a lost cause at this point. Like it. What?
1: I agree with you. It just makes me so sad.
0: I think that it is in need of such drastic change that it's going to take something semi-catastrophic to get it to happen.
2: Like a huge fire.
0: (laughs) I'm not endorsing that, but it's like it's just ridiculous one-party control. And anytime they have a problem, they think we just didn't we didn't do leftist ideology hard enough. We should go further left.
2: Yeah.
0: And it just gets worse until something happens like something crazy is going to have to happen to reverse course. Cause pe- it doesn't seem like people are just going to say, eh, this doesn't seem to be working. Maybe I'll just vote differently. I don't have a lot of faith that that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, um, Phil
0: says, don't worry, blonde. You didn't radicalize anyone. Uh, that Ben Shapiro guy on the other hand. <laughs> yes, he definitely radicalizes people to attack mosques or uh, <laughs> synagogues, not mosques. Excuse me. <laughs> definitely not mosques. <laughs> nope. All right. That's all on a Streamlabs.
1: Uh, music at Midnight. In an effort to get my 10,000 hours and I'm writing and posting a new song every single day on my YouTube channel. Mm. Anyone who can, please go give me some feedback. And Blonde, bring back the clown nose. <laughs> Never. That is Music at Midnight. Check out his YouTube channel. Ilan Omar's Tiny Somali Brain. Wait, I have man. to ask you guys the juice question. Oh, no. The juice question. Orange or apple? apple juice orange juice or epstein didn't kill himself
0: okay we're going with the i don't i don't want to be a wet blanket but like i'm not super into these memes that are going around where it's like you know premise a premise b epstein didn't kill himself i'm not taking a shot at the super chat very clever and thank you for supporting the show i don't i just feel like this is one of those memes where everyone else is really enjoying it and i'm like it's because
1: we've gotten old. That's what's
2: happened.
0: Yeah, maybe I just, maybe I. We're being I...
1: supplanted by Groypers. That's, that's <laughs> what's going
0: on. Maybe. Maybe it's just over my head.
1: Uh, Black magic. All I'm saying is that there was no 19 before you scandos flooded over here on your pickled herring boats, <laughs> preaching your ultra Calvinist egalitarianism. You Fence can't. Sitting, first Fence of all. seems to run in your DNA. That is so spot on no Scandos did this
0: Scandos did not lead to the 19th amendment in fact it was actually the the first states that had women vote were the first state do you i probably mentioned this on stream do you know the first state where women could vote
1: mm, no what was it take a guess new york
0: nope way off
1: what year was 1922 right
0: no well this was a state so not national women's suffrage but at the state level
1: uh, I don't know. I, I forget
0: that. the exact year. Late late 1800s, early 1900s. Uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. Why? Because it had to do with women owning land at the time. Mm. I, don't, I don't know the exact history and the exact reason, but because there were, uh, you know, these women on the frontier of the West that owned land, they were given the opportunity to vote by virtue of their land ownership, basically.
1: Fine, whatever. So Fine.
0: don't blame the scandals of the upper Midwest, we had nothing to do with it. Mm. But by the way, I still cuck on the 19th official position.
1: Wow! <laughs> Did everybody Google all of these hilarious ads from the 19th century, the anti suffragette movement?
0: Hilarious. No, I haven't seen them, but you didn't send me any. You said you were going to.
1: Oh, that's right. Also filled with hot women. I just want to point that out. Hot women were anti suffragette. Suffragettes. Um, Fisher says, in 2007, a whale was killed in Alaska. fisherman found a harpoon in its blubber that dated back to the 1800s. That whale lived for 130 years what? and then died 12 years before Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Okay, that one that one was pretty good. Is that good. story true? I don't know, but that was that was a good one. I liked that one.
1: Uh, if that story is true, that's uh, amazing. Um, Jen says I like to listen at work so I'll catch y'all tomorrow I'll leave this right here thank you Jen well thank you Uh, Jet Jones why don't GOP have a policy to take back education
2: I don't know
0: Uh, I don't know I'd have to hear more about it but I assume you mean like uh, increasing options for parents increasing parent choice increasing charter schools increasing vouchers all that sort of stuff Uh, yeah I I don't know I mean it seems to me that that would be popular, but even more so, returning sole education authority and jurisdiction back to the states. Like, why? Why we have this in a national bureaucracy anyway?
1: Um, I really have to pee.
0: Okay, how Can many super I chats do you have left?
1: What? Or just save
0: them until you us just save them till the end of the show, and uh, you go pee, and I'll take a caller.
1: Okay, you don't want to do the super chats while I. Do I that.
0: don't have. Well, if you tell me where you left off, yeah.
1: Uh, Ilan Omar's tiny Somali brain ah okay finally the blonde one and i agree that a state needs to be cleansed with holy fire her state is california <laughs> mine is a small state in the middle
0: East. for ilhan omar sure army. all right uh david branigan says bernie and talib standing in front of empty food shelves it's good if it's in maga country Holodomor part two impeach the means of production <laughs> uh rick uh, no so- sorry simon Reichik. Blonde has probably learned how to pronounce that before, and I can't recall. Sorry. It's okay. I don't know how to pronounce it either. Well, there you go. Moving to the Outback next year. Internet might suck. Just in case I can't stream anymore, thanks for everything and keep it up and try a pie floater. Well, thanks for supporting the show and uh, enjoy the Outback. I don't even know what a pie floater is, but I'll remember that if I go to uh, Australia. Thorin Parp says, what are your guys' thoughts on Charlie Kirk and the dancing Israelis? Well, I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen the stream in full yet. Uh, Blonde, I think watched it earlier. Perhaps I can ask her when she gets back. I don't know. I mean, I guess my appreciation of this is like, or lack of appreciation, just my uh, overall lack of concern for this. I just I've never been a huge Charlie Kirk guy, and that doesn't mean that I hate him either. So I don't really get enjoyment out of watching Charlie Kirk, or enjoyment out of watching him squirm. I just feel like I'm kind of apathetic to the whole thing. Um, but I I guess I see why people enjoy him being challenged, I suppose. We'll see what blonde has to say. You got your ears plugged in. Yeah. Can you hear me? Blonde. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, (laughs) it was a question about Charlie Kirk. Thorin Ah, says, what are your guys' thoughts on Charlie Kirk and the dancing Israelis? (laughs) But I figured you had more of an opinion. I just don't care about this that much. So I figured you had an opinion on it.
1: You guys know damn well I can't answer this. Okay, so
0: moving on. All right, Benelli Shooter. I'm into Jordan Peters in
1: this one. Thank you, Thorin.
0: Benelli Shooter says, love the show, guys. Kansas is another good option for living the dream. Hunting, fishing, shooting, affordable land. Also, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, uh, a lot of these, like, middle America, heartland America states, like that strip of, like, the Dakota's south, basically, uh, will probably be the last holdouts. David uh, Brannigan says, California is the best part of America. They hate us because they ain't us. (laughs)
2: Because they ain't us.
0: (laughs) California has the potential to be, and perhaps once was. Uh, Unfortunately, it's got a turnaround for sure. Uh, Carnarvon says, My politics were split split between Blonde and Tulsi last week, and then I saw Matt's beautiful professionally done eyes, so I'm torn. Any advice? Well, thank you. Uh, uh, They were were definitely done by um, someone who knows what she's doing and not me.
1: Uh, Let's just do the last one while we're here. Sure. this is from uh, Titus. He says, what are your overall oh, I got reality
0: thoughts? lobster next? Oh,
1: I don't have that one up next.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh,
1: what are your overall thoughts on Israel? Uh, fine, whatever. They can do it on their own.
0: Uh, generally. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the, I, am not a fan of sending a whole bunch of money overseas to any particular place to try to uphold. I, I just don't think that you can protect or hold Certain values in other parts of the world effectively. I think we need to. This isn't, I'm not even criticizing Israel specifically. I think our general policy of trying to send a whole bunch of aid around the world in order to prop up certain things that we like in certain regions, I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah. So I'd like to see it all scaled back. I'm not even. I don't even advocate
1: foreign aid for Africa, who legitimately needs it. Like, why on earth would I advocate foreign aid for Israel? Um, reality lobster, your rich caller about PGE is incorrect. PGE is responsible for fires regardless of fault. Basically the icy sidewalk law. So PGE is in a no-win situation with Cali politics. I don't know enough about this to opine. What about you? Hmm.
0: I don't yeah, I don't know enough about uh PG and E specifically and, and I, I was listening today about just how strong of a death grip the state of California has them in terms of how heavily regulated and controlled they are. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. They're basically an arm of the California state government, anyway. PG and E, as far as I understand. All right, let's uh, get back
1: and get back to the calls.
0: Yeah. All right. So we got uh, till the bottom of the hour to take calls here. I left off on dangerous spaces. Right. It looks like Alex maybe had to take off, so I'm sorry we couldn't get it working, Alex. But perhaps we'll get it another time. Lamentations is up next. Lamentations, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh,
15: pardon your thing isn't fully synced up, so I get in trouble that way.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely mute the stream and then just listen to yep. us over this, yep.
15: All Um Hey, guys, uh, I will spare you the eternal question. Um, the thought I actually had tonight was uh, mm-hmm. based on some uh, stuff I'd been reading from Robert Heinlein about uh, the diffusion of responsibility into a group. Mm. Um, and his uh, his theory was that you can't split responsibility among a group of people, uh, that one person alone is responsible. Hmm. Uh, And I was thinking about this in regards to Congress versus the president and how the president has tended to accumulate more power than Congress. And I think this is in relation to that, that people are willing to hold one person responsible rather than give more power to a conglomerate Hmm. because, you know, it's okay, everyone's pissed at Congress, but. How many people actually know who their representative is right. and are willing to vote him out? But you show up for the presidential elections and the turnout's much higher. So,
0: Yeah, it makes problems seem simpler when you have uh, one place to point your finger. But certainly I would prefer a system where any one person's decision making and responsibility is decentralized. That way we minimize the mistakes of any one person. But I I understand from a psychological perspective what you're saying, that if I see a problem, I want to just say it's that guy's fault and have it be very easy. Yeah. 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 And I can
15: understand the attitude that, okay, you get more people and maybe they'll they'll come to a better solution.
2: Mm -hmm. But
15: the flip side of that that I've always found is that you can – shorthand mob mentality your way into a decision that nobody wants and that nobody really decided on where, okay, well, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, And then they kind of just meander their way as opposed to having one person in command
0: to say, all right, this is what we're going to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, Like everybody can obfuscate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess I just, uh, I don't know how this plays out in practice, so this is all purely in theory, but I I guess I would take what you're describing, which is sort of maybe a a half-assed or compromise approach or solution to any particular problem that maybe nobody particularly likes, but at least a lot of people have had to deal and think about as opposed to one guy who definitely has the benefit of potentially solving a problem quickly and efficiently, but the consequences for being wrong and going too far in a wrong direction can be very very bad you know like it's possible that it's better but it's also possible that it's drastically worse
15: so to what extent does that then just mean that you're compromising and saying well i'll take kind of terrible forever as opposed to getting a chance at getting it right
0: well i think one of the things that uh there's a chance of getting it right and there's a chance of it being terrible and what that lends itself to is a lot of swings too because if one person does great or fails miserably you get somebody else who takes the sword next and says i don't i like what this guy did so let's take it further or i don't so let's swing it completely in the opposite direction and i think what you end up with is a lot of instability too in a society like that things that move very quickly change that happens very rapidly if it's if it's good i suppose it can be beneficial but if it's If it's negative, you're going to create a lot of conflict. You're going to create unstable, unstable uh, social situation. Yeah.
15: And as usual, we come back to Matt's favorite view on this, which is let's limit the government as small as possible. And then no one has to care about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How about no (laughs) sword? Just everybody put down the sword. Have your own sword in your own house. But, you Mm. know, outside of that. Swords into plowshares. Do you
1: have any final thoughts? we got to let you go.
0: I'll uh, hail the glorious fountain pens. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Have a good one. You as well. Danny from Montana is up next. Danny, you're good to go if you're ready.
5: Hey. Hey, what's going on, guys?
0: Doing all right? What's on your mind?
5: Uh, my question was on discrimination based on sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to base it on the fact that I don't really give a shit. I was arguing with someone, and I understood it as are that like Title IX as federal law, Trump's state law, but they were kept on going on about how there were some states that haven't illegalized discrimination against the gays or whatever the fuck.
0: Are you talking in, um, I mean, for me, this question varies wildly depending on if you're talking in a public, like a government discriminating, or are you talking about a private, say, business or any private entity?
5: It was like a housing was the topic.
0: Uh, well so, so we're talking a private housing entity. I mean my my opinion on this sort of thing is uh is that if you are a private owner of a service or property or business, I don't think anybody should force you to associate with anyone for any reason. Yeah. So I Yeah, so I think that I, I know it's somewhat controversial, but I think the Civil Rights Act and and that sort of legislation, anything we talk about the Equality Act now and extending it to the LGBT community and all this stuff uh I don't think that applying that to private business, one, is actually having any positive effect. Mm-hmm. And two, I don't think it's constitutional. I think that it is, it is forcing people to associate in a way that the government has no right to do. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that I want businesses out there to be discriminatory and awful to people. I have faith that the people who are doing that is who want to do that, is a very small group of people and those are people who are surrendering money they're denying a business opportunity mm-hmm. and that's that is demand that will be filled by somebody else who wants to capitalize on it i I, and I say oh i'm a straight white male i have all the privilege and all the benefit if i went into someone's restaurant and they said to me hey i've seen your show and i hate it once you get the hell out of here
2: like,
1: I, all right. I don't want
0: to eat there either i mean right. they're making an unfair judgment about me they're no, and then I my... would
1: get on my YouTube channel and I would destroy their business. That's what I would do.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, so uh, to, to answer your question, no, I don't think that private actors, individuals, private businesses should be forced into any sort of association.
5: Right, and I always follow up with, well, name me the place that are saying no homos allowed here and I'll find you someone else that'll say they'll take their dollar just as quick. So I, I, I just don't sure. understand.
0: Well, that's yeah. what I was, I was wondering too. Like I was talking about my Chick-fil-A experience. And uh mm, this was um Chick-fil-A. this was at the Mall of America where there was like a gay or a transgender employee at every store I was in. And I wonder, since the line's so big at Chick-fil-A, these flaming gay people obviously go eat at Chick-fil-A sometimes. Are you telling me the Chick-fil-A like says no to them? I know, I doubt right? It. I doubt it.
1: And they just do it yeah. reluctantly because it's just, so delicious. It's yeah, just what,
0: so delicious. And it's fine. It's like the the, the people who want to put no coloreds signs in their businesses i'm sure they exist in in certain places in a very to a very small extent i don't believe that federal anti-discrimination law is the thing that is uh that is the thing that is preserving most people's willingness to serve anybody who's got a dollar in their pocket that's what you're yep. doing if you're a business you're trying to get the dollar
1: Yep. right mm. okay we got to give you the boot thanks for coming.
0: thanks man
9: yeah you have a good one
0: Pius is up next get some religious insight Whoop! Well, there we go Pius. uh Pius, you're good to go if you're ready
16: hey guys how you doing
0: hey. sorry
2: doing I, all right? that's
16: the habit um uh so i wanted to talk tonight i just kind of wanted to ask a general question um i guess you can both answer but it's more directed at matt so matt correct me if i'm wrong but i think in the past you've said like you see religion as like a organizing principle and like a way to help other people. Is that correct? Uh,
0: I would say that's fair. I mean, as, as someone who's not, um, a person of faith now, but appreciates the utility, like you're talking about, I think the other thing that it's useful for is, um, is giving yourself purpose outside of your own self. I think that there's a value of, of humbling you as a person and realizing that, you're not that great and there's something to work towards and a reason to get up every day and and all of that that's something that i uh see value in and admire for people
16: who are of, of faith. Okay. So like it's a utilitarian approach is that accurate? I see
0: the yeah, i i would be fair to say that my perspective is i see a lot of utility for religion. I don't buy into the uh spiritual portion intellectually. Okay.
16: So yeah. i think um, that's a fine approach to have on the outside. But mm-hmm. as someone who I know respects like what is factually true and especially the natural law, um, mm-hmm. which is the principles that all our civil laws and civil rights are built on something that most religious people would agree with. And I know this for a fact, cause I've talked with some of the other fairly religious people on the server is it's less about um, the utility of it and more about if it's true you have an obligation to do that. Um, Sure. I I just, I'm not aware
0: of, of concrete evidence or, or reasoning that's undeniable, I suppose.
16: I mean, that's fair, but there isn't reasoning that's undeniable for you having a physical body. Um, David Hume proved, proved that in the late 1800s. So to require scientific, proof that is that concrete is actually just contradictory in general to how we live our everyday lives and that's the nature um, of
1: faith anyway
16: well right?
0: i i suppose but i don't consider myself much of a person of faith in any respect if it can't be demonstrated to me i'm not inclined to believe by default i'm inclined to reject Yeah, but what default.
1: about the absence um of of evidence for things like uh, human consciousness things like that that's where I, faith right, comes that's in
0: but but the my problem with that is it can be used as an argument for anything there's I mean, so there's...
16: let me let me throw you the the simplest and most compelling argument for god's existence, which to this day has never been disproven and it was written in eleven hundred basically the idea is if you name if you can think of a being which no other being can be greater than um then you can think of a greater being and so on and so forth. So we're thinking of a being that we can't conceive of. However, if that being doesn't exist, then you could just conceivably add existence to that, and that would make it greater, meaning having more effect on reality. So if you could possibly conceive of the possibility of a God that would necessitate his existence just logically. Um, and so I just well, I think that we can go through all of them, but what it comes down to is... like if it's true, you have an obligation to follow it. And I think that the logical evidence for it is overwhelming.
0: Well, here's it, it depends on the question you're asking, too. I think there are credible reasons to suppose that might be the case. I forget who the guy was. There was a guy who did a, a Sunday special with Shapiro months back that I thought was was making pretty good arguments for the existence of God generally, one of which was just kind of thinking about the sequence of everything in the how do i phrase this so that it's coherent everything that you have around you came from something else like it's based on something else it originated from something else you follow that chain and it, it stands to reason yeah it stands to reason that there was some kind of origin behind everything that is and i and i think those are fair uh fair conclusions to reach but for me the other problem is I can get on board with the concept of a creator generally, how I get to say this specific uh, Christian interpretation or this specific religious interpretation of any sort. I mean, I get uh, how, how am I supposed to make that selection as the one true selection?
16: Um, I think the best argument for that is proposed by C.S. Lewis. It was the Lord liar, lunatic objection. I don't know if blondes heard of this one, but it's uh, basically the idea is historically it can be proven. And even non-religious historians acknowledge that Jesus Christ was a historical person who existed and there, and he did claim to be divine. So either he was telling the truth, he was lying or he was crazy Um and so if you you have to pick one of those, and if you don't pick that he's telling the truth and that he's right, then everything that he said is um out the window, and your fundamental the fundamental beliefs that our entire society, our entire civilization at this point in the Western hemisphere is built on falls to dust um, and so nihilism is the next logical conclusion if Jesus isn't telling the truth,
1: yeah.
0: Why is that the case? Are you saying it's impossible? <laughs> we had we do have to wrap it up. But I, I can't I can't grant the idea that absent Jesus nihilism is an is uh an unavoidable consequence.
16: Um because at the time Judaism was collapsing. Judaism only exists to this day in resistance of Jesus being the Messiah. And if Jesus didn't exist, then Christendom never would have existed, Europe never would have existed. And we're seeing today the logical the logical um follow through of when we get rid of a christianized society in europe they've secularized their society to the point that they deny basic facts because the grounding for those facts was the christian ideal and so i mean
0: i I can't deny well we do have to wrap this i just i I can't get on board with it being quite that simple but with the with the general themes i see i see your thinking last word if you want it
16: last word if you want it um I think my last word would be just to um, to like seriously consider the logical and factual side of it because there's not going to be a scientific evidence for it. Um, I mean, like I said, but, that, but that's how I
0: establish factual information. I
16: mean, no, it's not. You think it is, but it's not because, like, like I said, if I don't know if you've heard of David Hume, but he basically pr- proved that you can't even prove that when one thing collides with another, you can't logically prove that those collisions cause the next thing we we think we can but there's no way you can convince I don't know, me no man this 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 stuff
0: starts to teeter into like postmodernist kind of territory to me where it's like there's nothing
16: is reality it's all right what that's you make of that's it. what happens if you don't accept that we can't prove everything if you if you think we have to prove everything postmodernism becomes no i just I, I think conclusion. the fair
0: assumption is absent conclusive demonstration you assume false um
16: that's fair, but I think that the society we have and the logic, the legal rights we have are the opposite of that. Um, for example, you have no natural law right to have a say in your government. You have a natural law right to defend yourself. You have a natural law right to use your speech, but there's no natural law right to vote. Um, and you can't show a factual right to that, but you believe in it.
0: No, but that was never, I mean, that was, that was not articulated as a natural right at this country's founding anyway. Hey, we're, get, we're getting into the weeds here, but uh, I, I appreciate, tried to cut this call off a lot. I, pre- time, I, I appreciate the thoughts, up. man. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night.
1: I agree with him, but I, uh, I hope he wasn't offended that I said I tried to cut the call off. I did let that go for like 10 minutes, though.
0: Yeah, sorry. I mean, this sort of, this sort of stuff.
1: I, I agree with him. I do.
0: I, well, I can't. I can't accept that the that something that is not demonstrable must be accepted as concrete fact.
1: Yeah, but there's an where there's an absence of evidence, you know, you have to make a leap of faith. And of course, you, and
0: every every person's entitled to do that. I think the protecting the right to do that is, is vital. Yeah, but, but only
1: informing your entire perspective based on existing concrete evidence. I think that that um doesn't lend itself to a philosophical interpretation of the world and what's larger than us
0: i guess my beef with it is like the idea that filling that faith void in your own life how do i want to phrase this is suddenly becomes objective fact in a way that everyone else who's doing it differently is objectively wrong i can't i can't get on board with that that doesn't make a lot of sense to me
1: muslims are doing it wrong
0: Uh, But how would you, okay, within Christianity, if you want to go there, how many different flavors of Christianity do you have? Or is it just the Jesus belief?
1: I mean, I, I know a lot of Catholics believe that anybody outside of Catholicism is heretical. I'm of the belief that if you believe that Jesus is the son of God, that you're pretty much covered. But I also don't think that God is going to I mean, let good people that don't believe in him not,
0: not to, to get so, not to get like per- i hate when people well in my personal experience and i'm not trying to be like offended based on my own personal experience but let's put it this way i'm not a be- i don't believe that jesus christ is my personal savior that's not a belief i hold i also don't believe that i live a nihilistic lifestyle but if one is a unavoidable consequence of the other what's the nihilism that i'm that i'm living
1: I don't know. I mean, I feel like my experience was the exact opposite. Like my lack of faith led sure. me directly into nihilism. And that I only but, recovered from nihilism through faith.
0: But but it didn't for me, and I don't think that I'm objectively wrong. On no, but
1: that. maybe it will someday.
0: It could, and and maybe it will. I guess what I, I guess my worry is that one interpretation that can't be demonstrated is treated as objectively true. Other interpretations that aren't having negative effect is are are, are treated as objectively wrong i don't know man that's that's a way of kind of invading another person's space that i'm that i'm not yeah
1: but there we have to admit that there is an association between atheism and nihilism
0: could be but i'm not willing to say that uh that that makes it objectively false
1: um, some, yeah, people in the live chat are a ribbon on me for saying that. Um, really, you don't think that God will let people who don't believe in God but are good go to hell? I mean, I, ha- I have to believe that God is benevolent. And there are some people that are not exposed to any religious teachings. Those people are not going to go to hell. Hmm. They, they aren't. I mean, would God really do that?
0: Well, I'm going to give last word to uh, Ski Doggy. Uh, I apologize to our you know, you know how the rules are on the show. It's like anytime we get uh, we get interested in a topic, we tend to let it go. So I apologize to our people who are waiting patiently. But uh, I also th- thanks to thanks to Pi, I'm glad to hear these perspectives too. There's there's something about all of this that just doesn't quite make sense to me. It's it's the same. Like he was kind of getting at that point too, where it's like belief in God is fundamental for shaping natural law yeah uh, may, i don't know i'm that that link is a little unclear to me too but anyway ski doggy <laughs> boy that's, that's on your mind back to follow well, yeah that was a that was a <laughs> i hope we didn't get too deep in the weeds like it's harris peterson sure or something did. like yeah. that yeah uh, I'll,
17: you know i've i've listened to people debate religion for a good portion of my life and all this other stuff so it's it's nothing new but i'll just offer a little something that I've taken a great deal of comfort from over the years. You know, we live in a universe that's like 14 billion light years across that that's a distance so big that we can't even imagine it. There's, and people are going to check me on this, but there's like billions of galaxies with trillions of stars and all this other stuff. And if there is a creator out there who did all this, it's, this is so far above my pay grade that it's like me trying to explain calculus to my dachshund. And I don't even understand calculus. So yeah, I don't. I don't worry about the heavy, heavy stuff. I really don't. I mean, I'm I with you there. Yeah, leave that, leave that to God. But, uh, but on to California. If God was really going to punish California by burning it, you know, His aim ain't that bad. I mean, when we start seeing <laughs> plagues of frogs, when the rivers start turning to blood, when you know all this, you know, when the plagues start happening and people start putting lamb's blood on their windowsills, then I'll believe that God's hitting California right now. It's just a wildfire. If you well, I was going to say, day he day, picked yeah. the
0: right cities. He he really no, had precision really. aim on the sky. No,
17: if he wanted to hit Sodom and Gomorrah, he'd hit Las Vegas and Reno.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know <laughs> about that, man. I think San Francisco uh, is far beyond. Uh, and Las what Vegas, about
8: Los Angeles, Hollywood, the
2: pedophilia?
1: Yeah, but they still have, they still the have a, yeah.
17: a, yeah, the of- a pantea or whatever it is, that little coating on it of trying to actually obey laws. In Vegas, it's like, hey, we're just anything goes, mm. you know? But I think I have been cut off because my dachshund's acting crazy and I can't hear anything. So if okay, you,
0: no, we're, uh, I can Skull. still hear you. if you can okay. hear us.
17: Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm a little hit or miss here. They've been working on the internet around the house. So I'll just leave you with that. And Skull Vikings, hope you had a great time at the game.
0: Oh my God, it was. I, I'll I'll spare blonde the boredom, but that stadium, my God, that uh, I that know. is. That is the coolest sports venue I've ever been to. It was so much fun. The game was kind of boring, but the experience was second to none.
17: Oh, How's I know. Food? I'm looking. I'm going to finally make it up there next year. So uh, it's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Get get there early,
0: uh, and uh, set you set aside some time to get food and just to experience the whole thing. Give yourself oh, the extra time; it'll be well it. worth it. Yeah.
17: I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, anyway, good talking to you guys. Uh, take care. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah.
0: Uh, we, that was the one thing is the lines were so long to get some of the finer food options that I missed out. We did, uh, we did get the bucket of donuts and we got some other stuff, got some, uh, got some decent beers and all that, but I didn't get the bucket full Bucket of donuts, you say? Yeah, that, that's pretty legit. They're, they're pretty good. But I didn't get to, I wanted the, uh, they've got a, like a tater tot dish there that I wanted to try, but I couldn't track it down.
2: Mm. Yeah. We've got like a million
0: questions anyway. Yeah. Let's uh, appreciate everybody's patience. Um, I don't have a defense for how long we let Pius go other than it's an interesting topic. So appreciate everybody's patience. And I know, uh, I know we can't get to everybody. I wish we could. And if you're having trouble getting into the show live or you'd like to participate live, but uh, but you, or you'd like to participate, but you can't do it live. I should say, what do I got? 20 minutes. Tell my excuse not to be able to talk anymore. Send us an email. Beauty in the at gmail.com put call and show question in the subject line. We'll respond to it like we're doing right now. Starting with uh, Jack. Jack says the context of his question is Republicans have this habit of being staunch proponents of the Constitution for everything but war. The situation in the Middle East is indefinite. These tribes will keep trying to bring about the last holy war until they realize their religion is wrong. Yet the hawks among us seem eager to throw away our Constitution for war bonds via the executive branch how do we preserve our constitution from bloodthirsty parties well that'd be a, if i had a clean answer to that uh that would be a fantastic answer to have i suppose
1: Uh small government what really helps uh community building
0: yeah i mean the th- <laughs> it would be nice i think one thing that helps is an originalist court that would help a lot the a court that has an interpretation of the Constitution that says, listen, the words mean what they meant at the time they were written. Yeah, seriously. Not this living document it's nonsense. Really, an idea
1: this. was it to get lifetime appointments to a bunch of fucking lawyers. We inferred
0: don't. the penumbras into the due process clause of the 14th Amendment. That's all nonsense. Shouldn't happen. I would love to see. That's a great area of the Constitution that's been all but abandoned. The, I suppose it's not... A lot of that isn't technically unconstitutional insofar as Congress has explicitly given their approval to the executive branch to do this sort of thing so it's at least it's not clear maybe that's maybe that's an area that the founders didn't properly foresee that uh, pieces of the government would voluntarily one of the three branches would voluntarily surrender its power in this case declaring war to another branch it would have been helpful to have some language in there that says you can't do that do your job Right. That, that might be great as far as this particular problem that you're talking about. But as far as restoring a general, as far as restoring the Constitution and the system it, it designs generally, that's what worries me. Uh, what worries me, and I don't endorse this, but you, you start with liberty, you start with freedom, slowly that chips away, and it never comes back until there is a revolution. That's how it always happens. It's never the government saying, oh, let's go back to a system where individuals and localities retain power. No, it it takes overthrow. And I'm not endorsing that. That's just the way it happens. It's creeping tyranny, overthrow. Creeping tyranny, overthrow. That's how it always happens.
1: Well, pray tell. Kind sir, where are we in this, this We're in cycle? the creep.
0: We're in the creep and we have a question actually- Really?
1: This, I think we're in the overthrow.
0: Well, that—that that is to say, um, are, my, are my rights being violated right now? I think there's a, certainly a credible case that your second amendment rights are being violated every day. What but about that said,
1: our first amendment rights?
0: Uh, not, I don't think the government is doing a lot of first amendment violation right now. Mm. That said, they're gonna try. They're we sanctioning
1: sa- a lot of it through uh, mainstream media and well, through and, YouTube and Twitter.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, t- to the extent we might have private actors doing it, but uh, but in terms of the government putting someone on trial for hate speech or something like that, we don't see that very commonly. It's coming. um I feel a moral obligation not to participate in any kind of defensive resistance until people on mass are having their rights being violated. I'm talking about like door-to-door seizure of firearms. I'm talking about people being arrested for hate speech, all this kind of stuff.
1: Uh, yeah. What if social norms become so skewed and the government does nothing to correct them?
0: Uh, social norms skewed to the extent people would, ex- will accept the violation of their rights. You mean? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Will I defend the man who has the ATF agent next door and says, here you are, sir, I don't need this AR-15? I mean, if he willingly participates, I suppose maybe are his rights being violated? That's a separate question. Then
1: you're just submitting to the tyranny of of the people and the government's doing nothing about it. Then what's the point of the government?
0: I'm not sure I understand the question. But... So
1: if social norms, which they, they totally are there, they, they become uh so strong that people are self-censoring that they're losing jobs for pretty much arbitrary reasons it becomes so constrictive as a social norm that uh, you'll your life will be ruined for being a gun owner things like that uh, mm. and that is just the culture the government Oh well then, has then to what will happen
0: this, Will it, the, the government the and the constitution itself will grow to reflect that that's what will happen yeah yeah
1: that's a real problem
0: yeah that's why you got to That's why you got to shame your friends. (laughs) Bring back shame like you've described. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we do have a culture that's decaying in addition to a a legal landscape. I think that's totally fair. We
1: haven't done Clive, have we? Oh, no. No. Uh, Clive says, why do conservatives say that it's okay for armed resistance against a corrupt government? Um, Okay for armed resistance to rise up against a corrupt government? Yeah. Uh, But then they say that Antifa beating people up with political differences is bad. It sounds like the old adage, oh, hey, okay for me, but not for thee. I don't understand the distinction. One is using lethal force against people who differ politically, and the other is using physical force, but not necessarily lethal force against people who disagree politically.
0: Uh, The difference is that physical or armed resistance is a just response to violation of your fundamental or natural rights. Mm -hmm. So these are rights that pre-exist government, and therefore government has no Uh, right to violate them therefore resistance is justified so again like what we just talked about speech self-defense due process before the government uh your right against cruel and unusual punishment these are all uh, their bill of rights rights to be redundant but the rights in the bill of rights uh if they are violated by the government you have a right to resist what we're talking about with antifa is not anyone's rights being violated we're talking about speech that they disagree with and they beat people up for.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, in a case, let's say that Antifa was out in the street demonstrating and someone went out and became physically aggressive against them. Tried, let's say the government went out and tried to arrest them for their speech and they fought back. In principle, I would not have an issue with that, even though I disagree strongly with their perspective. What I'm saying is nobody is taking physical force to Antifa to violate their rights in the way that when you're talking about, uh, from a conservative or libertarian perspective, resistance to government overreach, that's what you're talking about. You're talking right. about them coming to your home and violating your rights under threat of arrest. So that's the distinction. It's not just someone in the government saying, here's an opinion that Matt doesn't like, therefore Matt's going to take up arms. No, they're saying we're going to go arrest him. But yep. that's what we're talking about.
1: Thank you, Clive. This is from Aaron. What will it take? When will the left realize the media and the DNC are rigging the primary again? Uh, people have a short memory, and they don't want to think that the government is corrupt because that lends to anarchy, and people kind of want to rely on the government. Uh, and I think that leftists, especially, are willing to like really brush this one under the rug. So never yeah, I think, think I, I think that. there's
0: I think there's just a lot of forgiveness they're willing to extend uh, in pursuit of their political ideology. Yeah. You know. I'm sure a lot of a lot of them aren't happy about it, but they care way less about DNC corruption. Um, that is of less concern to them than the horror of ever voting Republican. That uh, They'll never do it. They consider like conservative politics to be a bigger sin than the corruption itself. Let's put it that way. Yep. Steven says, I've been listening to your show for a year and I so enjoy it and do not miss a show. Well, thanks. I was just wondering, being from Canada, if the USA is the world's police and and protector or is it the UN's job as peacekeepers to do it uh, well i certainly i can i say neither basically yeah. like i don't want the un or uh the i certainly don't want the us to be world police but i think that no. the un is is a inherently problematic to borrow the word i think in design and in concept it has a lot of problems and generally i think that a lot of military alliances that exist outside of the UN would effectively do the same thing anyway. Right. Um, That is to say, if you attack this country, you do this bad stuff, then the entire military Alliance will come after you. I I don't, I mean, maybe I'm just ignorant to the, the good work that the UN is doing. Is there, is there, (laughs) I'll admit I'm, I'm not a close follower, but all I know is in general that, you know, not everybody chips in their fair share for it. And it, it, it appears to be a, fairly corrupt organization in which countries like Venezuela sit on the human rights council. I mean, why, why would I give them any authority over anything when it's obvious that it's not serious? Yeah. I mean, is it
1: anybody's job to be the world police really.
0: No, it's, it's your job to police your own house. Right. It's your job to, in the same way that it's not my job to go into the next neighborhood and yell at them or something like that. Although I do
1: advocate for something of a Western paternalism.
0: But, but you can do that. Uh, you can do that through voluntary military alliances between countries, as opposed to like, why should I listen to a lecture about human rights from Venezuela? Right. I'm not doing that. Uh, You want the next one? Just because I can't read the name.
1: Phantasmagoria. Majoria. Phantasmagoria. This one's really interesting. Your recent discussions about gay men really hit home for me. I'm a young gay man, but I've had the same problem with gay men that Blonde mentioned. That being how decadent and promiscuous gay men even the religious ones are. It's bad to the point where I'm considered odd for choosing to remain a virgin so long. Good for you, despite being mm. only 22. It's this behavior and attitude that has left me thinking I'd be happier being alone. So my question is, what would you do in my situation? Would you give up on trying to find a good guy or do you think it's still worth trying? Um, I can tell you that you're not going to find any happiness by engaging in Promiscuous anal sex—it's not—it's not, it's not going to make you happy. It's not going to fill a void in your life. Do I believe you can find a monogamous gay man? I mean, I'm sure that there are other men out there like you, but it's going—it's going to be difficult. Um, luckily, you're not a woman, and so being alone, uh, you'll be able to bear that better than a woman would, even if it's lifelong. Um, but if I were a gay man, I think that I would just opt out of. The sexually degenerate culture try to find somebody that was of my ilk and if i couldn't um i would just like really focus on my hobbies and like being the best version of myself that i possibly i possibly can be but the answer to this is to definitely not engage in the culture it is just destructive to the soul and very very dangerous
0: Hmm. i'll give it an i agree that. Do
1: you?
2: Uh,
0: cool. Well, I, I just feel like this is so outside of my wheelhouse too. That I mean, in general, of course, I would advise someone to try to find that person who gives your life purpose and and who is is trying to find that one and only that we talk about. There, all it takes is finding one. The difference is I don't have the experience of what it's like in this culture. I have no idea. Yeah. So I would like to say, oh yeah, there's that out. There's exactly what you're looking for out there. i uh, I don't know how this operates. That's like, it's a, that's a totally foreign arena to me. And then like
1: asking somebody to be celibate. That's, I know that's a really difficult task and Mm -hmm. that's going to be more difficult for you than if you were a woman. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I know that this is kind of a big ask, but you know, there, there comes with so much worry with promiscuity.
0: Yeah. I I would be pretty confident saying that that is not the route to Mm -hmm. happiness for anybody in any circumstance. Yeah. Retro robot radio says this weekend, Hillary Clinton claims sexism hurt her in 2016, but Republicans were already not voting for her because she's a Democrat. So the only sexism that could have hurt her in the election would be Democrats who refused to vote for her because she's a woman. So is Hillary now blaming Democrat men for her loss? Yeah, I mean, maybe we also I mean, she blamed white women specifically in the past. White women broke for Trump. Um, well,
1: yeah, I mean, she's she was right about that
0: statistically it's true yeah. but did they do it because my sexism i mean
1: i did it because i didn't want to look at her hagged out face for four years and I every was like, time she
0: speaks it's like wow yeah, dodged a bullet like,
1: no old bitches in the white house unless they're first ladies that's how
0: I, I don't know i mean the depths to which that lady will go to deflect any acknowledgement of her own awfulness being the primary explanatory variable of her in her loss uh whatever i mean maybe she's just just jump back i I like tulsi's advice just jump in you want to talk some shit lady just jump back in get in the race
1: i know i've said a lot of things about things about women in politics but like tulsi does check a lot of boxes for me she does Hmm. i can't even believe i like her because some of the stuff she believes is just so no absolutely not
0: and even her her non-interventionist foreign policy used to be a feature of the left you're right. And now it's somewhat novelty But yeah I there's no way I'd ever vote for her it's, it, I just can't believes- I wouldn't
1: vote for her either but I think That she's reasonable which Makes and comparatively she seems like Like such a reasonable candidate That it makes her yeah. likable to me
0: Yeah
2: uh,
1: Pri- but no women in, in Politics this is
2: <laughs> Chris,
1: Chris. Is, uh, is it possible that Trump Derangement syndrome is in or, Trump derangement system oh, he must be in Syndrome right is an outcome of the Democratic Party's acceptance of victim ideologies like intersectionality t d s allows everyone to participate in being oppressed, not just marginalized groups. um I think that you do see that really commonly on the left that it's this uh it's like a drop of water in in a pond. it's like this ever expanding radiating orb of intersectionality that somehow at the end just like includes everybody except for white men. So you know, I think that they want to feel marginalized. They want to feel victimized because it um, allows them to obfuscate when they have to answer for their degeneracy. If that makes any sense,
2: hmm.
1: because they're like, "Oh, it doesn't matter that I believe X, Y, and Z degenerate shit because I'm a victim of X, Y, and Z. I I think that that's really yeah, the it's part a of deflection it. tool, yeah, yeah, for sure. And thank you, that's Chris. It. Scott oh.
0: says, uh, is the transgender agenda organic insanity or is it deliberately being promoted as a tool to destroy the public's ability to question falsehoods when they see them? <laughs> that's wow, that's an interesting cut. one. Um, this won't surprise you. I'm going to say organic insofar as it is, the, it is in the sequence of so-called oppressions to conquer. So you, you'll notice that after the Supreme Court made the, the gay marriage ruling, that's when, a, if, at least in my perception a lot of this transgender stuff really skyrocketed because that was the next public policy discrimination mountain to conquer so i think that um at least it's at least how it became the big issue that it is i think is organic that is to say like it followed a sequence yeah do i think that like i, I want to be careful though cuz i don't think it's organic I don't think the uh, the proliferation of transgenderism is organic, like we, we've right. talked before. I didn't I w- okay, I went to a small high school, granted, but I, I went to uh, a liberal arts college in Portland, far you know just nothing but leftists, as far as the eye can see. Never knew a transgender person, lived in the Bay Area. I think the first transgender person I ever saw was when I was like 23 or 24 in San Francisco. This was not a thing, right ever. My dad, my mom and dad have like never been aware of this as a thing in their lives. So there's a, the expansion of it. People are being pushed into the, as we see with these kids, yeah. people are being pushed into this in a way that didn't exist in the, in the past. That's not organic. That's definitely a creation.
2: Hmm.
1: This is from David. My my wife loved the shout out I gave her last week, so I figured I'd make it a thing. She makes me a better man. Without her, I'd be lost. She's all the drive I need. Blonde, I feel we have the same struggles with our faith, and I struggle greatly with giving up my worldly desires. The same the things you say sound like my own thoughts. So thank you for making me realize I'm just one of many. I struggled with addiction for years and spent years in prison. Now I own a small business in Missouri called Dell's Roofing, and I'm married and own my own home. I think mm. letting go of the carnal things is the hardest but most important step on the path we walk. Don't give up. Seek to emulate Christ with all you do. Thanks again, guys. I can't wait till the show. Um, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. And I think that as far as addiction and alcoholism is concerned, that's a really uh, common uh, modern affliction. I mean, it has historical relevance as well, but especially in a, such a period of nihilism, as we see in modernity, it's, it's really easy to just want to check out. And that's part of my story as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can find faith and find a traditional life, there really is stability and happiness in that. So I'm really glad to hear that that's, um, where you've come from and where you've gone. You want to take Joseph?
0: Uh, Joseph's going to get us banned, but I'll read it anyway. Do you guys have any theory on why no one in Ilhan Omar's family has honor killed her yet? She's whoring around with pretty much anyone who gets her attention, Muslim or not. What kind of pussy Muslims are in her family? Uh, I don't know. That's a question for Miss Omar.
1: <laughs> the clitless wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle says, what first caused you to question your political beliefs and led you down the path of being red pilled or black pilled in Blonde's mm. case? Also names for Blonde's commune Catapultavia Bronze <laughs> Rand and 18th and 20th words. Um, if you watch my first video, I explain, and I actually have a video called "My Red Pill Journey," where I explain a, kind of what happened. Um, but I'm beyond the black pill now. It's the it's the God Pill. I've I've transcended the black pill. I think.
0: Hmm. Well, that uh, I I think that would I I would expect you to say that's kind of turned you around, right? God would be a white pill in that situation. It's
2: yeah
1: definitely. relieved
0: you a lot of a lot of that negativity.
1: Um, yeah, because the weight of nihilism it was just it was just destroying Hmm. my life uh and and religion
8: really helped with that
0: for me it was all the speech stuff i mean without getting too deep (laughs) into this it was just it was it's like i i I remember watching everybody i agreed with politically suddenly celebrating censorship and i'm the only one there like what
1: what What? i know
0: I, i mean i agree with your guys ideas but we're gonna forcibly stop people from saying the alternative no And uh, that just led me to question what else they're wrong about. And uh, and here we are. Yep. Liam says, I was wondering if you guys ever looked more into Michaela Peterson and Owen Benjamin's feud. It appears that she posted a picture of herself in her underwear on Instagram beside her younger daughter and her dad, Jordan Peterson actually clicked like on the photo. (laughs) Oh boy. Instagram drama here. Seems to me like her whorish behavior has been totally unacceptable for a mother but was wondering your thoughts. I've not seen any of this. I can't opine. I I don't know a damn thing about it.
1: I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't engaged in any e thoughtery, but like you, I've never posted a picture like that on social. Like I've never, have you seen the picture
0: picture that's being described? Is that a thing? Yeah.
1: I have spent hours on Michaela Peterson's Instagram. I've looked through all of her Instagram photos like five times because it's just, it's so scandalous to me. It's Mm. just incredibly scandalous to me. Um, I don't know. You guys know how I feel about Michaela Peterson. I called this months ago. I did.
0: That's true. I, yeah. You make
1: me say my famous line about Michaela Peterson. I'll say it.
0: I can't remember what it was. Is it going to get me in trouble?
1: I said, I didn't know that having an autoimmune disease made you show your pussy on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. That. It's totally scandalous. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like old enough now that I'm I'm super prudish because some people look through it and they're like, ah, oh, that's not that bad. Instagram is kind of like a, like a platform for people showing their a, a- and titties, you know? Right? Mm, it, that's but, why
0: you quit so early.
1: No, I quit because I didn't understand they had DMs and I opened, I had open DMs <laughs> and then I looked through and it was like a million dicks and I'm like, married women have no business on this platform oh my and I God. immediately quit. That's my own, my own tech confusion. Yeah, but I you know, I, you know, I love Owen Benjamin, so I've been following this with great interest. This is a Lamentations. Um, Matt is well known for his means justify ends approach to laws. Um, would this apply to laws which circumvent the constitution? If you passed a constitutional amendment banning free speech, would our beloved fence sitter consider this justified?
0: No, because those are natural rights. Natural rights pre exist government. The government has no legitimate uh no legitimate way to regulate those things. So, uh, no, so I wouldn't. But in terms of um, past constitutional, uh, yeah, I, I guess the question is would, um, let's say that that happened, I would not consider it justified. The question is would that be worthy of the resistance we were talking about earlier? And, I, and generally speaking, I think anytime you're defending the infringement of your natural rights, the resistance is justified. I consider that a a defensive situation at that point because there's no legitimate way to infringe on those rights. Sorry. They're yours. Naturally. Nobody else can take them from you legitimately or justifiably.
1: Uh, This is from Joseph blonde in your list of grounds for divorce. You stress infidelity, but always seem to omit one of serious importance to men, constructive abandonment in law, constructive abandonment covers refusing to have sex with your spouse. I've seen many relationships die or men turn unfaithful because of sexual abandonment. Sadly, the law in many states sets a very high bar for divorce for constructive abandonment, only allowing it on sexual grounds if a spouse has made no attempt to have a sexual relationship for two years. One poorly timed attempt every two years is all that is necessary to rebut a claim of constructive abandonment and escape fault. Do you recognize Mm. the sexual responsibilities of marriage and think that current law is fair? I ask because most feminists do not recognize any responsibility to keep up a sexual relationship. Um, I have a rule about this. I think that if you're married, you're under obligation to have sex with your husband 80% of the time that he wants to have sex. I don't think you have to have sex with him every single time. You're going to get headaches. You're going to not be in the mood, you, you know, but 80% of the time, like ladies, you've got a job to do. Men need sex often more than women do. And like you are under obligation to have sex with your man. You have to do it.
0: Um, I, do, I mean it, it is regardless of your perspective on on the obligation and how much and all this, but certainly it's part of of that relationship. Yeah. And, and to like would you abandon um would you abandon the emotional aspects of your relationship? Would you imagine would you abandon the other things that are that are key to that function? So I don't know. I, I I'm not aware of the legal landscape of all of this stuff, but if someone totally abandoned the physical aspect of, of a marriage. Uh, I don't know that, that seems like a, like a betrayal of the relationship itself to me.
1: Yeah. And I also, I'm going to get a lot of flack. I'm already getting a lot of flack in the live chat for this, but I hmm. can't, I can't believe this is a controversial opinion. but I also don't think that women should withhold sex in um, situations of arguments.
0: Right? Nobody, I don't think anybody should really leverage that sort of thing. I mean, I, I think that's kind of a manipulative screwed up thing to do uh, personally
1: and it'll make you feel better and you'll make up
0: yeah sure
1: I've only been married for a year and a half I don't <laughs> I'm not some, <laughs> not some kind of you know marital counselor
0: here
2: um,
1: Spencer
0: says in regards to the seven year old Texan boy case I was wondering if you've ever heard of the case of David Reimer he had a botched circumcision at birth and now or and so was raised as a female whoa ended up transitioning back when a teen or as a teen and later committed suicide. There's a lot more to it, but wanted to keep it short enough so you'll read it. But what an interesting case to look into if you have the time. I've never heard of this, so I'd have to look into it. This
1: is the case I was telling you about. It's
0: a, it was a botched circumcision that led him to be, to be basically transgender. Yeah. Weird.
1: Um, You know, it happened. It's rare, but uh, you know, there's just no reason to circumcise your child.
0: Did they just cut it off entirely? Like, well, screwed that up. Just, I
1: think they cut off most of the head.
0: So, like, there's no point in keeping the rest or something? I mean,
1: you got to think that, like, baby penises are just, t- they're teeny tiny. Yeah. Um. So, the chance for error is much higher than if you're doing, like, an adult circumcision. Hmm. Um. This is from tes- Tescula, Teskeleua, to tes- hmm. t- the German, um, the German alphabet has the same twenty-six letters as does English, and in the same order, most of the letters are pronounced as in English. But there are some notable differences, which are forthcoming. Was this the whole thing?
0: I don't know. Did you? Did I? I got to maybe... start
1: reading these before I plop them in. Or
0: maybe did I accidentally delete something? I don't I think don't so.
1: Think so. Sorry to well, there's there's you your up. German
0: alphabet lesson.
1: Yep. Um, uh
0: let's let's catch up with our friends on uh, Streamlabs and Super Chat and then we'll call it a show.
1: Okay. Who was the last um person? Uh
0: okay. Zora over on uh, Streamlabs says the house next to my dad's burned down in the fire. Sorry to oh, hear no. that. I'm
2: There's almost zero
0: warning. An elderly couple almost died, got real lucky PG&E uh, had immunity before because it's semi-private a new bill passed that shifted liability to them hence rolling blackouts oh so that that would be an explanatory factor is they they can be sued for fires caused so they're just like yeah fuck it just turn off the power
1: yeah hmm. um are you done yep uh ronald Glimpf watched harry potter expecting it to be cringe and gay was pleasantly surprised to see all the bankers were <laughs> long-nosed coffins.
0: oh my <laughs> was, god
1: was it based love you too uh, keep up amazing work
0: uh Sebastian Gork is gonna call for the show to be banned now.
1: That guy sucks. Do you remember his take on Syria? <laughs> he was just like he became apoplectic on Tucker's show, and he was just yelling about Assad being uh, whatever. Sebastian Gork, mm. what a what a dick. Andrew Cruz. The story about the whale is true, especially the part about Epstein not killing himself.
0: The, the, for sure.
1: Don't read my name on air. I don't want the Clintons to know I'm <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. You're you're whacked already. Hmm. Um Black Magic uh w y passed nineteen because the male to female ratio was seven point or seven to one the thirst is real um
0: was it that extreme i've never heard that I wonder why How did that actually end up being the case uh w y being wyoming.
1: The male female ratio seventy one versus real. Uh, but real suffragettes wouldn't leave their upper crust coast because life was easy.
0: Oh oh, for some reason I was oh seven to one male to female. For yeah. some reason I was thinking the reverse. No, uh, I don't know how yeah. that would happen. Uh, so is the the implication being that they were trying to appease the the well? I don't know. I maybe I, if uh, I
1: believe her stupid feminist nonsense, she'll bang me. I guess that's the story of history, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I I need I need to read read some some supporting material for that theory i've not heard that one before but maybe maybe it's true i don't know
1: ronald Glimpf. um i also caesar you smell so bad also just got home from work to find my power on for the first time since saturday night wow got f ca gov and page yeah um michael anderson no no thank you uh devin branigan whose avatar is an ass give more power to the government so we can elect obama again hmm um, Titus Muller, Blonde Matt, please watch Dave Collins' re- video reviewing Terminator DF and notes how modern feminism is becoming increasingly directly anti female. The pendulum always does swing back. No, yeah,
0: in. isn't this the. I saw the trailer when we went and watched Joker. Isn't uh, this is like Terminator with chicks now?
1: I can't anymore. I'm not. I just, oh,
0: I'm, I'd be interested in watching his review maybe, but there's no way in hell I'm watching the movie.
1: No, I'm not doing any of this. Um.
0: <laughs> Are you, are you, you're not watching Dave Cullen's video. You like Dave Cullen.
1: Oh no. I love Dave Cullen. I'm not doing any of these. I'm not watching any of these like feminist takes. I don't know. No. Dave and I have been talking about doing a show on the new Picard series. Ah. So if you guys want us to do that, but like, I kind of feel like they're going to ruin Star Trek, the next generation for me. And like, I understand how people feel now about Star Wars. They like, stop taking my childhood away from me. It's upsetting. Unless Scarlet-
0: Daisy Ridley is in it, and then it's fine. What
1: is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> She's all
1: teeth and forehead. Oh,
0: the toothiest.
1: Her eyes aren't even that far apart. What I is know, it's deal? weird. I
0: don't
1: know. She's just a lipless freak, that one.
0: British accents, something about that.
1: Scarlet Bear, for concrete evidence, look up the miracle at Fatima. Yes, you guys should do that. Uh, John Martin, bacterial flagellum, uh, evidence of mm. design versus evolution.
0: I don't know. I. I, I, I say something like i know the reference i am not a great microbiology mind
2: uh
1: Devin brennigan ass man again, um christianity is a conspiracy for the sole purpose of keeping christians from usury and supporting israel think about it Whoa. that is a deep cut spicy bro.
0: you've been you've been uh co-opted well, yeah
1: where's yeah. kevin i haven't seen him in a while
0: that's true. yeah th- where is kevin tonight
1: Kevin? Since emerging, Kevin?
0: Kevin has been basically the most dedicated stream and chat participant around.
1: Maybe I didn't read too many of his chats. Maybe, Maybe I did. Pissed. this. Kevin, come back to us. We miss <laughs> you. Uh, mandatory carry at work, but keep fighting. Everything is Kevin's fault. Not sure why, but it is. Don't say that. We want mm.
0: Kevin back. He's having a bad night, apparently.
1: Um, Ken Nichols regarding God. It's not up to us to disprove his existence. It's up to the person mm. making the claim to prove it true. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence
0: yeah i mean that's basically the boat that i'm in it doesn't mean that it definitively doesn't exist but i just need something tangible objective demonstrable right
1: but i don't think it's an extraordinary claim when you look at the vastness of the universe the the nature of human life uh, the existence of the soul it's like for me the most logical framework is christianity
0: yeah i think uh, anything that someone can use to to get the world to make sense to them and provide purpose. Yeah, but I you're think still looking value. at
1: it from a utilitarian perspective. Yeah. Like, I,
0: I don't think there's any other way to look at it because it can't, I can't, the truth or falsehood, it's not
1: But that's antithetical, that's antithetical to the nature of Christianity. Like what you're saying is like, I need Christian, I'm not saying you're saying this, but but people need Christianity to make sense of the life that they live. But what Christianity is supposed to be about is how you can serve god how you can
0: i guess but like what what is the human experience but making sense of this world in which we exist that is that is all it is and if you found a framework that does that for you that gets your brain to click and suddenly things make sense in a way that they didn't before i think that that is fulfilling your primary purpose in this world and maybe yeah but that's
1: not all it should be like i i don't want people to because i used to be like this too i used to be like well I don't know about Christianity, but I understand why people, it helps society. It helps people live more moral lives and everything like that. But I don't think that that's what God, that's what, that's how God wants to bring us to Christianity.
0: I mean, that, I guess I get kind of tongue tied on these things because yeah, that's, that's fine. I can't really argue in favor or against, you know, like your, your view of it is entirely yours.
1: Yeah. I'm still working these details out guys I don't know hmm. um, Dustin Conut Coat a former marine aerospace engineer and current Navy pilot sweet first super chat but second law of thermo can prove God just based on the collar. also the whole idea of faith that is it, that it is that simple um, yeah I mean by definition you can't prove faith
0: right. right but that's why I have that's why I am very reluctant. To say that it makes that something that requires faith is objectively true that seems like a contradiction in terms to me
1: uh jazzo Zofko on chick-fil-a the haters bag on the company who doesn't discriminate against anyone in place of the ceo who is a pretty serious by the book austere religious scholar <laughs> <laughs> but of the christy sort yeah uh, jamie clay simple re- reality rights are a sociological and legal term there are no objective natural rights anyone telling you as much is trying to control you
0: i can't agree with that there's no such thing as a natural right that preexists government i mean is there a such thing as right and wrong that pre-exists no government? objective
1: natural rights yeah i'm inclined to, to disagree what about uh, yeah, the,
0: the, the alternative is that government gives you the rights that it wants you to get that it wants you to have and that's certainly a, a premise that i can't it's not a, a anyway.
1: Machiavellian premise. I might be wrong. Government
0: does not legitimize rights. I think so. there
1: definitely are natural rights. Uh, the right to self-determination um, in any kind of uh, uh, natural religious state, I think also predates government.
0: I mean, if, if it's just government decides right and wrong, government decides natural rights. I mean, we, you could look at any country horribly abusing its people and saying, well, it was done through government force. So that makes it legitimate. Uh, that's that's a v- recipe for serious danger
1: uh this is zo jozo Zofko on the big Eye upstairs check out godel's ontological proof thank you sir titus Muller, matt were you talking about Ravi zacharias or william lane craig on shapiro's show please it no could. christians are praying for you appreciate your
0: work uh it could be i can't remember the it, this was the the first name was more recent so it wasn't that this was like i want to say it was like sometime in may like sometime in the spring because i was listening to it while mowing the lawn and i probably should have taken better mental note because it was i mean there are there are plenty of I, i i'm pretty warm to the concept of god in a general sense it's when we get into specifics that that i just can't see the logical connections where it's like okay maybe god exists therefore uh, the 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 entire Christian Bible is true.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I think that a lot of it is allegorical. So just by that basis, you're already going to um, have some Christian factions, hmm. just based on interpretations of the Bible. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, hmm. Jet Jones. It's undeniable. Leftism has risen as Christianity declined. It all started with postmodernism after World War One. The toilet as an art installation. Google it. I believe that was Duchamp. Duchamp. Um, Poker Pierce. It's a the, uni- name. <laughs> the universe. He made a whole bunch of garbage art. Um, the universe is infinite. So everything can happen. We are the infinite experiencing a finite experience. RA, the law of one is a great book if into. Hmm. It's interesting. Um. Devin Brannigan, Mao Zedong did nothing wrong. (laughs) Josiah lot without spirit, physical life has no purpose. I could have given the time objectively to demonstrate that all the beliefs of the Catholic faith are true, one of which is no salvation outside the church. Um, You know, I'm with you, but I'm also having a hard time on the condemnation of billions of non-Catholics you know i i I, I don't know i'll have to ask my priest about this default username um kant killed hume's idea and ideas and no one actually believes in subjectivity burn a thousand dollars and write it off as an object of social creation the construction of social reality by john hurl hurl clarifies why Hmm. um you guys are on it tonight mark case rational wiki for a comprehensive response to apologetics made by psycholiberals, but just because you reject some statements by a person doesn't shouldn't mean you reject everything they say. Good night. Thanks for the show. Um, thank you for the thanks generous for donation, mark. Um wow. I've been in a battle with Rational Wiki trying to edit my own page. So I'm permanently locked out of my own page. So if you guys want to get on there and edit it, that would be great. It is filled with like horrible, slanderous. Don't
0: they do that to like everybody basically? Mine
1: is really really hmm. bad it calls me a wall approaching spinster I'm like i'm married <laughs> like what are you talking about um and uh a whole bunch of stuff about how i'm a white nationalist it's it's hmm. really really hateful stuff i so am go not going an
0: to thanks for supporting the show um
1: beaner 8127 i spent two dollars to hear blonde say queef and i said it <laughs> okay. uh jutsky says how does anal promote conservatism that's a groiper take
0: yeah they went at, didn't they go after charlie kirk with that one or uh yeah that the was the, the
1: famous dave riley that did that
0: uh oh. he,
1: he works for e michael jones um yeah that is that
0: it was, was that the exact question how does anal promote conservatism yeah really yeah but, 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 but when was that ever the premise i guess why has charlie kirk said that
1: no but you know he's like he advocates for like a more inclusive uh conservative movement which is really at odds with christian conservatism where homosexuality just means
0: what like should gay people be in the conservative community is that
1: no should openly gay people have their lifestyle accepted by the conservative community
0: oh uh okay i guess I, i i guess i don't understand why this is brought to him it seems like sort of an unfair question i guess
1: i mean it just depends on if you think the conservative movement has a christian basis because if you think it does then you you have to accept that homosexuality is going to be a no-go
0: but what does that mean like you're not going to associate or you're not going to participate
1: no i mean i think the the christian take on that would be like um not tolerance or acceptance but i i don't even know i don't even know what the appropriate way to deal with that would be it's, Let me know the live chat.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Uh, generally, which is like kindness and... Um,
1: kindness without it's, it's acceptance? It's love, it's love
0: that... the sinner, hate the sin. Yeah. Kind of that sort of mentality, yeah.
1: On the nose. Um, t- Scarlet Bear says, Tulsi's a man, look at his hands. I mean, <laughs> Owen's uh, tweets about this are hilarious, or his uh, Instagram about this is hilarious. Beaner8127, what's your scariest real-life ghost story? Ugh, I don't even think I have one.
0: I don't have, I've never had... Th- this this the closest thing I've had, which is not ghosts. But have you ever had? Um, I've not been diagnosed with this, so I don't want to overspeak. But my understanding is the experiences I've had are something close to what's called sleep paralysis.
1: I have not, but I've heard it is so scary.
0: It is. So this used to happen to me when I was younger, and I had a lot more anxiety. Like we're talking like high school. Yeah. And like, if I was in a stressful situation, you're, a, you're kind of in your room where you're sleeping and you're in it like a state of sleep, but you're, you're aware of the room that you're in, but there are people in it. So like, I remember being really stressed about football in junior high and I'm like it, sleeping in my bed, unable to move. And the coach is just over me yelling at me to get my stuff and run sprints and do all this. And oh it's incredibly God. stressful in my mind. And it's like, I, like you're trying to move, but you can't. Poor so little the, Skaggy. Well, it's like the, the- they're not ghosts, but it's like real people are in your room while you're dreaming. That is
1: somehow more terrifying.
0: It it is super scary. I've not really had it as an adult. But I but as a like a you know, middle teens person, uh it would happen with some regularity. I never well, I never saw a doctor. It wasn't intrusive in my life, but it was weird, so very scary sleeping experiences.
1: I mean I guess I used to have this recurrent dream. I don't know if this even counts. I used to have this recurrent dream growing up where my dad would kill my mom by beheading her. And then yeah. I would find her head in the um, ice chest in one of our closets oh at our God. house. In St. Louis. And I had that dream like Ugh. a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, Titus Muller, Do you all enjoy, uh, especially enjoy movies? If so, what kind? Um, I am kind of all over the place with movies. I mean a good comedy is is hard to beat. Uh I like kind of cerebral movies, I'll say that.
0: I've never seen a movie in my entire life, and I'm not gonna start.
1: <laughs> Except for Brokeback Mountain.
0: Yeah, I have seen that.
1: Um Dangerous Spaces. Uh Hillary, I must said Hilarious. Hillary becomes the singer shaggy. It wasn't me. Yeah, really. <laughs> das reingold we took our rights with blood and steel why do you suddenly believe in supernatural when it comes to natural rights matt but not with god you worship the constitution
0: no i think I, I guess what i'm saying this is what i'm saying earlier is that i don't necessarily see the obvious link between god therefore natural rights to me natural rights are something that would exist in a state of nature absent government so even if even if but there who was who endows
1: no- you with with your natural rights if not god
0: yeah i mean i think that's a fair question i just don't see I maybe the answer someone will have to explain this a little bit better to me because i don't see the link where it's that because this would be right or wrong in a state of nature therefore god that's the link that's missing to me but maybe the maybe the link hasn't been properly explained to me let's put it this way i'm much more comfortable with natural rights existing based on the premise of a god a creator And these being God given to you than I am with the idea of you being a tool of the government and you having the rights that the government says that you have. So maybe there's just a link that I'm missing. I just I don't see it right now, but I hope that it's clear because that's a world that would be much more just and much more moral in my in my opinion than the alternative. Certainly,
1: it's still a practical approach to Christianity. I don't know whatever works. Well, you I
0: mean, part of that's just that's just who I am too. Like, I, I, that's
1: that's true. I, I
0: find value in utility and practicality, and and things if that, that brings
1: you to Christianity, and then you have a journey of legitimate faith, then it's like that's what you needed to get there eventually.
0: Sure, maybe I'm not. I'm certainly not closing the door on it. And I, aren't I,
1: you a I, baptized Catholic?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I I will have to refresh with my mom. But my understanding is that yes, I am.
1: Well, then you so. you can never escape the faith, even in a lapse. Mm. I mean, you can't, you can't, unless you excommunicate yourself for some reason, there's nothing you can do about it. You're, I haven't
0: gone to church in. doesn't matter. 20 years.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh. They will open you, open their arms to accept you back into, into mass. Um, J Edgar, Matt being a scandal rules. I'm finished and I'm so proud of it that Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not reading this next one.
0: Oh, come on.
1: Well, no. Okay. It's from Artemis. Let's be honest. Paul, you're only judging Michaela so hard because she managed to convince some sap to marry her, get her pregnant and get in good shape before 28. And you barely did. Oh, those. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll have news soon. Um, But I'm judging her because she divorced her husband and she talks about it on, on her channel. She just says that they like have a lack of compatibility. And so she decided to separate from her husband. I think that if you have a kid together, it's like, figure it out like figure it out like that kid is going to be raised by a single mom now like, what's the plan yeah
0: i mean uh, there's i think there's an obligation absent children your, your vows have to mean this is not i'm not talking i'm not taking shots at michaela specifically i'm talking about marriage in general once you make the vows those vows have to mean something and as soon as there's a kid involved you have an obligation to that child right. over and everything it's not like else. i
1: don't know i don't know the details of everything but all she said was like I separated from him because we have compatibility issues hmm. and that's information I got from her. Is that a legitimate reason for divorce? I mean, you guys would tell me not.
0: Yeah. And again, as I've said every time, I'll stress it. This is information volunteered to the public for consumption, not information right. anybody dug up.
1: No, I'm not even inferring it. Uh, you know, a uh, dangerous Space is The latest movie should be called herminator. <laughs> oh, hmm.
2: um,
1: Titus. I totally feel your pain about what Picard could do to tng with hollywood so free to be extreme now i fear this as the show's message the characters you grew up loving have hated you all along that i've never voiced it that is exactly what i'm worried about and then if you've seen the trailer there's like some chick with that's been endowed with some universe saving ability that she doesn't know how to harness and then she needs like this team of misfits to come help her save the universe it sounds a lot like what they did with Star Wars. I'm like, I'm sick of this like random chick has the force and has to save everybody <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's not what Starfleet was what about. Happened. It was about self-reliance and that's why I loved it. So I really hope that's not what it is. Um, We have a few more. Kurt Carson struggling with faith. My wife wants baptism for our daughter and my daughter eight years is open to it. Go ahead. I'm overthinking this. Thanks. Hmm. Um, I mean, if you don't think that it means anything then why does it matter to you?
0: Yeah, fair. If if it's a total non-issue, then yeah, I don't. As long as you're not opposed, then I don't see. I don't see why you'd resist. I suppose.
1: Yeah. Um. Let me reload this. Sorry, my reloading takes forever. Oh my gosh, I gotta get that on the
0: table. I was gonna say I'm so hungry. So I know your husband is. I
1: know. Um. I'm a cycle path. <laughs> okay. Have you heard about the draconian rent laws they passed in New York this past summer? It's pure communism using landlords as a social welfare program. Thanks, I have guys. no they idea. Are show. they doing
0: rent control like California or something? What are they draconian doing? Draconian
1: rent laws they passed. Pure communism using landlords as a social welfare. It must, it sounds like rent control.
0: Probably. I mean, the ir- the irony is that nobody comes in and invests in in quality housing and then everybody has shit and it's expensive anyway. So good luck. California has statewide rent control, I believe, now, not just really? the city. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken.
1: It is so hot in here. Um, Mark Duchesny. Islam is right about women, China's right about Islam, Trump's right about China. <laughs> <laughs> <Spicy> <laughs> the full take. circle. Are we gonna on Streamlabs?
0: Yeah, we're all set. All
1: right, looks like we can All right.
0: Uh well let's let's get out of here. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us tonight and my brain is dead from all the um Existential and religious thinking. So, thanks for that. That's always a good feeling to have. Uh, thanks to our top contributors over on D Live, Whiskey, Darth Jones, and Winter. Thanks for supporting the show over there, guys. We of course will be back uh, on Sunday. I don't know. We'll talk about this Epstein stuff for sure. And uh, there's just a whole bunch of small stories I want to talk about. So, no firm plan just yet. But of course, we'll be here 9 p.m. Eastern as always. See you then.
1: Bye guys.